North Ace Radon, my trusted team, has protected Colorado families, schools, and businesses from the deadly effects of radon. More than half of all homes and businesses in Colorado have insidious, cancer-causing radon levels. Let us help ensure the health and safety of your family. Race to Ace this fall to find out once and for all if you're being exposed to radon. Ace is offering a radon inspection and test starting at only $50. Protect yourself and your loved ones from radon radiation. Race to AceRadon.com, the most referred and qualified radon company in Colorado. If you thought all sports bars were the same, well, then you haven't been to the neighborhood Hilltop Tap House in Parker. The Hilltop is the only bar in Parker with the Pac-12 network on dozens of TVs, so no matter where you sit, you can catch all the action. And on Sundays, the Tap House has all the pro games. Yeah, enjoy a pregame breakfast with their incredible Ultimate Bloody Mary Bar. Ghost peppers and bacon, anyone? The Hilltop in Parker. Off of Parker Road and Hilltop, if the lot's full in the front, you can always park in the back. But come park it for football all season long at the Hilltop in Parker. Mile High Basketball tips off in Denver when your Nuggets host the Phoenix Suns on October 20th. Single game tickets for the 2018-19 Denver Nuggets season are on sale now. Get your tickets to the biggest games of the season at Nuggets.com, the Pepsi Center box office, or by calling 303-287-DUMP. Say, Bobby, what's you up to, sports? Howdy, 50s era announcer guy. I'm just building my new treehouse out here in the backyard. Swell. However, do you think it's safe to build it so close to those power lines? Maybe it's time you went online to learn more about electrical safety from your Touchstone Energy Cooperative. Learn more about the power of your co-op membership at TogetherWeSave.com. Sponsored by Colorado's Touchstone Energy Cooperatives, Tri-State, the Colorado Broadcasters Association, and this station. KKSE. Parker. Denver. September 17th. Altitude 950. Elevates to its new FM partner. Altitude Sports Radio 92.5. Live from the Altitude 950 studios. The Vic Lombardi Show starts now. Auto set the 2-2. A flare down the left field line. Car is there. Ball game over. The Rockies have indeed swept the Giants. They roll on. That's five straight victories. They're now a game and a half clear of the Dodgers. I mean, what else can you say about that kid? I mean, what other superlatives can you add after a night like that? Trevor's story is a joke. He's filthy dirty. I don't know what else to say. Three home runs, one of which the longest in Coors Field history, as the Rockies sweep the Giants, and they're now 5-0 and in the month of September. Welcome to the Vic Lombardi Show this Thursday morning here in the Mile High City. Uh, yesterday's big announcement we'll get to shortly if you missed it. We are going to be heard now on the FM dial as well. So that is going to come soon enough. HW Manchester, how you guys doing this morning? Uh, good, Victor. I'm, I'm a little more concerned though about you. You're, uh, two days in. You've got, uh, 50 some miles, uh, on your, uh, on your sneakers and it started pouring rain at three o'clock yesterday afternoon. So I'm just wondering how you and, uh, our friend Kyle fared. I'm not going to lie to you. I am reinvigorated. Uh, yesterday's rain and cool weather. We got very lucky with the cloud cover all day because, uh, lowered the temperature, obviously. But as soon as it started raining, 
we got some life. It's almost as if we got some pep in our step, the cool moisture and all that business. The only thing that scared me, once we got in Broomfield and we were met by uh, Dr. Eric McCarty, you remember McCarty, don't you, uh, Manchester? Oh, yes. I do. Yeah, so he, he now works for UC Health, and I'm sitting there walking, and they said, a doctor is going to visit with you just to check up on you guys. So I see this guy come up, and it's, oh, my God, that's Eric McCarty, and I don't know if enough people know his story. Eric McCarty was like an all-Big 8 linebacker. He was a stud player in the 80s when Salinese was around, and that wasn't enough. After his playing days, this guy wins a Rhodes Scholarship, okay? That means you're really smart. That means like people want you because you're smart. He goes to study in Oxford, England, and then comes back as a doctor, and now he runs the show for the Buffs, the Avs. He does a little bit of everything. So he walked with us for half an hour, and he's telling us how to handle things, how to make sure that we can uh, come back from yesterday's walk. And there's a lightning bolt that strikes about what felt like a block away, and that scared the hell out of me. I know you're not afraid of lightning, Manchester. I want you to walk from Fort Collins to Denver, have lightning all around you, see how you react. Well, you survived. Um, my my other question though is, um, did Doctor McCarty recommend you uh, you pop a blister with a paperclip? Was that a uh, part of his you know, uh, diagnosis? <laughs> he laughed. He did laugh. Uh, <laughs> that was ill-advised on my part. The blister really didn't give you much trouble. I feel great this morning. You know, Good. we had some luck. Uh, Mark Rycroft came over, visited us, uh, got us some dinner. Um, we uh, had went to a steakhouse here in uh, Broomfield last night uh, and just enjoyed ourselves. Uh, Riker made us laugh, so we're ready to go again this morning. By the way, Rycroft will join us at uh, 7.30 a bit, get a little uh, kickoff to the NHL season, which is right around the corner, guys. We're talking just days away from training camp. And tonight is the kickoff to the NFL season, so we got so many things happening. Before we get going... Uh, let us go ahead and announce what you heard yesterday on uh, Nate and Ryan's show. It, it is now official. We are going to the FM dial. Uh, it's okay for me to say that, right? Yes, correct. There's right been a uh, press release issued, Victor. By the way, okay, just, just moving just forward, sure. you should ask yeah. the question before you say it. <laughs> well, don't we have that dump button that goes seven seconds back? <laughs> uh, yeah, it would have been borderline. But, uh, yeah, ask first. But, uh, yes, okay, you're, you're in the clear. You're good. All right, so let me read straight from this press release just to make sure. I thought for some reason uh, we were taking over the smooth where Mosier has been working for the last couple of years. Uh, yeah, but, mm-hmm. but it's not that. We're, we are going to uh, 92.5. Uh, we will start broadcasting from that dial uh, September 17th. Is that? Is, do we have a date? Yes. Mm-hmm. Do we have an exact date? A okay. week from Monday. It is the uh, day before the Avs' first preseason game. All right. And uh, this place, uh, 950, isn't going away. It's going to stay right here. And uh, 950 will now be carrying uh, Fox Sports programming as well as any other game that does not fit on 92.5. As you know, working for KSE, we got a lot of games. We do a lot of things. We got Nuggets games, Avs games, Rapids games. Uh, we got Mammoth games. We got a lot of activity uh, to broadcast. So we need two dials. It's pretty apparent that... We're going to have to have two different radio stations to carry sports programming, and we've done just that. One on the FM and now one on the AM. For those of you who run around there and uh, don't understand how AM works because you're uh, young, well, here's your chance to tune us in in stereo, and we're going to sound a lot different. I know Manchester will, that's for sure. I can't wait, guys. This has uh, been a long time coming, and uh, hopefully you'll like it as much as we will. Yeah, crystal clear hot takes 
Uh, that's going to be fun. That's going to be nice. It is big news, Vic, that the new home of the Nuggets, Avalanche, and Rapids is 92.5 FM, as well as all your favorite live and local shows. Your show, Scott and Julie, Moj, Nate, and Ryan. Uh, if you tune here September 17th, you won't hear us. So you got to go to the FM dial and hear us on 92.5. Uh, check out HW reading straight from the press release. Very well impressive there. Uh, HW, I want to get into something, uh, before we kick off all this other talk. Last night, Trevor Story, uh, making history. Trevor Story is unbelievable. You attempted to make Toyota talk again, and it's become a running joke. We know it's a joke. We know it's fun. But last night, some of the things you were throwing out there, I really did. If you were in front of me, I'd fight you. Well, I wanted to fight you so bad. You might, you may want to fight him, Vic, but uh, I'm sitting in the family room. Uh, I'm yes. on my computer doing my fantasy draft. My kids are in there. We got the Rockies on the uh, on the TV, uh, and they point out, uh, "Hey, that's uh, at Peterson Will. Like yes, he, he made, made it. it. So yeah. you you may yeah. mock what his what he does to do it, but that's uh-huh. like the third time in a week I've seen him up there. Well, this was, again, when this all started, it was sort of a competition among the three of us who could make Toyota talk because Will made it one night, I made it a while back. Manchester, did you ever get on Toyota talk? Uh, yes, I did. Well, okay, it was so, like the so day like, after okay. we started the contest. Right. You know, so it, it was over, right? It was like, okay, we yeah. all did to- <laughs> But Peterson refuses to let it go. <laughs> like every game, every single game now, he's typing up some ridiculous tweet <laughs> And trying to make it on, like, how many times do you want to be on, dude? <laughs> I don't know. Are you stalking the Rockies? It, it's it's obviously a joke, and there's a producer over there that keeps taking the bait. I, I make it all the time. As Michael Spencer okay. from Channel Four said last night, does anyone show up on Toyota Talk more than Peterson will? No, no, it's outstanding. You've made it a dozen times since we started this. Yeah. Hold on, let me get to your uh, Twitter page here. I want to just see. Some of the select tweets that uh, did not make the cut. Which one did? First I believe. Else, which one? I believe this is the one that did. His okay. story is impossible to deny. He's the best player in baseball! Exclamation mark. Hashtag Toyota Talk. Was that the one that made it? Well, if that one made it, this one also made it. The next story involves the concourse. Hashtag Toyota Talk. Because I saw that one on there too. Oh, it doesn't even make sense. What, what, what does that mean? The next story involves the concourse. No, that is the one I know that made he hit it. One to the con- I get it, but come on. Because your next text was uh, made Toyota talk just for Vic Lombardi. It was your next tweet. So, but yeah. then after that, he didn't stop. We had another concourse story. I think relentless. I should be on TV because this story is getting silly. MVP, <laughs> five hundred and five feet. That's the story. Oh my god! I mean, dude, do you know no boundaries? Do you know any boundaries at all? I just like uh, making Toyota talk, contributing to the conversation, <laughs> using the hashtag. Man, you had so one. Then, you got 94 likes last night. You had a hot uh, night on Twitter. That was a good night. People were in a good mood. Good. Wow. 505 feet puts people in a good mood. Well, Ooh. I do know this. If Peterson is making Toyota talk, the Rockies are winning games, and the Rockies have now won five in a row. They're a game and a half ahead of the Dodgers, who lost last night, guys. The Dodgers lose 7-3 to the Mets. Thank you, New York City. Uh, so that lead is one and a half, two over the Diamondbacks. You cannot ask for more. Well, I, every time I say that, uh, you guys say, well, sure you can. You can ask for a 10, 10 game lead. They're, they're a game and a half up. They're leading the division now with seven straight against the teams giving chase. That is awesome. Let's see if they can hold on. Yeah, the next seven games will define a ton. Yeah, no, it'll go a long way as to to figuring out how this is all going to shape up. I do have one concern, and we can get into it uh, after the break. 
I think you guys will be surprised as to what my one concern is Good. about this team. I'm looking forward to it. In addition to the Rockies and Trevor Story talk, excellent story on, excuse the pun, SI.com. Uh, by a guest we've had on the show before, Robert Klemko, who wrote a very intriguing piece on John Elway and his search for a quarterback. Talks about his relationship with his own son, Jack Elway. Uh, get into some of those details. Some news made in that piece, by the way, that I want to, uh, give you guys. Uh, Denver Sports Power Rankings. I, I want to, every quarter or so, I want to give you the power rankings of the teams in town, the professional teams, where they stand. Uh, I, I think, I think you know what I know. But I want to throw it out there and see if you guys understand. The Rockies have to lead those power rankings. That's obvious. But how do the other three go in terms of how they win, their championship potential, where they stand? We'll uh, unveil that a little bit later. Uh, plus, Gary Barnett, former CU football coach, now calling the games uh, for the uh, CU radio uh, station. He will join us a little bit later to talk about the uh, Nebraska contest. Uh, Kyle and I walked through Longmont yesterday, and we were asking people about uh, CU Nebraska. You'd be surprised. Well, maybe you're not. How many Nebraska folks end up moving to Colorado but still have roots in Ogallala, Lincoln, Omaha? Everywhere we walked yesterday, hey, what do you think about the big game? Well, I'm from Scott's Bluff, but you know it's amazing how many people leave that place and come to Denver, but still hold on to those Nebraska roots. I don't know why we'll get that, into that why that surprises you at all, because uh, in about five hours I pick up an RV, and while I drive through that state, it will be painfully obvious why people get the hell out of there. Well, you just I mean, checked I, a I, fake watch for your five hours, by the way. Because <laughs> coming up in five hours, really, I'm gonna check my really? bracelet or whatever I'm wearing. So he went straight to the wrist. That's yeah. awesome. That's tremendous. All right, so we got Radio, a lot to get you didn't have to today. call me out. <laughs> yeah, that's okay. It's all right. Call you out when you yawn, too. We have a lot to talk about. Uh, thank you again for those of you who have been listening for the last couple of years. We are going FM at 92.5 shortly, so we're really excited about that. You got the Vic Lombardi Show. Let's get things going right here on Altitude 950. Nugget home of the Avalanche, Denver's all-sports station, Altitude 950. Injured and confused? Confused about your injuries? Confused about the insurance company? Confused about which attorney to hire? So let's talk about attorneys. Let's get real clear on attorneys. I'm Gary Bell of the law firm of Bell & Pollock. You get to choose your attorney. So how do you choose? Experience? Yes. Handles only injury cases? Yes. Someone the insurance company knows? Yes. And respects? Of course. Attorneys who have been very successful representing their clients? Yes. Attorneys who don't deal in a hodgepodge of everything? Only injury cases? Mandatory. Attorneys who know all the tricks of the insurance company? Absolutely. Welcome to the law firm of Bell & Pollock. We do injury cases. We're known as the champions of the people. For a reason. We champion people. People's causes and legal cases. Our website is championsofthepeople.com for a reason. The reason is you. Come to championsofthepeople.com and see what that choice can do for you. Life has choices. Make your choice count. Championsofthepeople.com. There really isn't any other choice. Hey, Abs fans, it's Mark Mosier, voice of your Colorado Avalanche. The kid is going to break away and shoots and scores! For the price of a cup of coffee per day, you can get season tickets for your Colorado Avalanche with an icebreaker membership. Visit coloradoavalanche.com for more information and go Abs! And the building is on fire at Pepsi Center! 
Is your car in need of some work? The last thing you can afford is to have your car break down on you. But you can't afford to get ripped off or be taken advantage of by some shady mechanic. That's why you should take it to Ken's Auto Service. Ken's Auto Service is family owned and operated on the northwest corner of Chambers and Mississippi. They're a AAA approved business that takes their code of ethics to heart. And their work has a three year, 36,000 mile parts and labor nationwide warranty. Find them online today at kensautoserviceinc.com. Hey there, Denver. It's your boy, Ryan Harris. Are you feeling the aches and pains of growing older? Do your knees and back ache? Well, my friends, I've got a solution for you, and it is the Center for Spine and Orthopedics. Listen, after my 10-year NFL career, I had plenty of aches and pains that I just needed fixed if I was going to live a happy life. And one of the ways I did so while avoiding surgery was through stem cell therapy. I had stem cells placed in my knee, and I was, in fact, able to continue to play in the NFL for one more year. The Center for Spine and Orthopedics offers the best in stem cell therapy. They are an independent physician-owned office that has MRI on the premises. That means lower costs and less time. And if you need something beyond stem cells, they have over 40 years of collective experience with knee, elbow, back, and neck surgeons who can help you live pain-free. So give my friends a call at 303-287-2800. That's 303-287-2800. Or visit them online at centerforspineandortho.com. I had great results. I lost 70 pounds. I weighed 265 and went down to 195. My doctor told me, if it works for you, then do it. A lot of people say to me, how did you lose the weight? I said, I take Andro 400 every day. I'm going to take it forever. That was Walt talking about Andro 400. Now listen to what Bob has to say. When you listen to your radio commercials, you say that's not possible. But since I've experienced it, your commercials aren't strong enough. I am 76 and I've had a belly for way too long. My whole body is shrinking. My energy level has gone up. And the only thing difference is Andro 400. It's great stuff. I tried other products and nothing happened. Guys, if you'd like to lose stubborn belly fat, gain energy, and feel years younger, try Andro 400, the safe, natural, and affordable way to boost your testosterone. Go to Andro 400. 400.com or call 888-400-0435 888-400-0435 andro400.com the Altitude 950 traffic update. Really busy on the drive right now behind a crash southbound I-25 at 120th. Traffic is brought to you by Zequel Pure Z's. Also seeing delay on southbound 225 with an accident clearing near DTC Tamarack at stop and go traffic starting at Parker Road. How'd you sleep last night? Not great. Then try new Zequel Pure Z's, a drug-free melatonin gummy with a unique botanical blend that helps you fall asleep naturally with no next day grogginess. New Zequel Pure Z's. I'm Chris McLaughlin with traffic on Altitude 950. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. You know, it's sort of been building for Trevor. You know, he's sort of, he's had some good nights and some good swings. And, and I saw, we saw today that, you know, he got some pitches to hit and to hit far. And he, and he did it. It's hard to do and he did it. So I, I think he's been, you know, he's been sort of growing into a pretty good spot over the last week to 10 days. And I, you know, we saw obviously a big night tonight. Bud Black on uh, Rockies.com as the Rockies sweep the Giants 5-3 behind three solo shots. From Trevor's story, uh, the first one off one knee for crying out loud in the first inning goes 459. The second one, uh, goes 505, which is listed now as the longest home run in Coors Field history. Just left center into the concourse. The longest home run since they've been doing that stat cast thing. 
whatever that is. The third one was a 416-foot shot in the sixth inning. Uh, so a grand total of 1,380 feet of home runs in one night. Fellas, the first one to me, and I know everybody's going to talk about the 505, but that first one when he fell to a knee, when he sort of buckled over, how did he get that out of the yard? I don't know, and it was out of there in a hurry. I mean, I know it didn't go as far as the second one, but that thing was just ripped. I mean, all three of them were just just shots. Here's the thing, though. After last night, Trevor Story now has a higher batting average than Nolan Arenado, more RBI than Nolan Arenado, and exactly the same number of home runs as Nolan Arenado. And I, I would I would venture to say he's got less errors. I don't have that in front of me, but I think he's been yeah. better in the field. The Nolan, which which ties into my biggest worry about this team right now on yeah. September 6th, is Nolan Arenado. He looks like he's hit a wall. He is struggling at the plate. He's lost. He's had a, a, a few mental lapses in the field. And I get it. Like, well, great, if that's your only problem, if that's your biggest concern. But the bullpen seems to be shaped up. Their starting pitching has been very good. As, and of late, the four and five starters, which were Anderson and Sensatella, Fine, kept him in games. The rest of the lineup is hitting. They got some bats coming off the bench now with Holiday included in there and David Dahl platooning out and left and Cargo's going well and Story's going crazy. Nolan Arnado's the biggest concern for me heading into the final three or four weeks of the season. You, you make a, a good point and I was thinking the exact same thing. I've got it, I've gotten it written down is, is Trevor Story now the best player on this team, which seemed unheard of, you know, months ago when we talked Rockies. Clearly it was Arenado, and, and now this kid has come out and just hit the cover off the ball, and his fielding has been better than anyone's expected. And the other element that Trevor Story brings to the equation that Nolan doesn't, guy steals bases, man. Yeah. He's the fastest player on the team. He's I mean, gonna, when's the last time he's been he, – he swiped second like it's nothing. If he gets – I think he needs five more stolen bases. Or maybe – yeah, I think it is five. I think he has 25. To be the first 30-30 guy – in Major League Baseball since 2012. Six years since since anybody's done it. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, we keep talking, and we've gone round and round on this show, and I'm the guy who says, I, I'm tired of, well, how do we cater to Nolan? Well, what are they What are they saying about Trevor Story? How do we keep Trevor Story happy? Because Brendan well, Rodgers is taking DJ's spot. He's taking DJ's yes. spot. Trevor Story yes. is entrenched at short. Yeah. You know, one theory about Nolan Arenado before we move on. He has not been the same since he went down with that injury. And when I say down, he never hit the DL. But you recall that game where he couldn't play. He, he had trouble throwing from third. Mm-hmm. He had you know, thrown sidearm. And I know that people think that's just a fielding issue. But sometimes that carries over, man. You know, if your arm doesn't feel right, if for whatever reason that shoulder doesn't feel right throwing the ball, maybe it rubs off on how you hit the ball. You're it's right. It's pretty obvious that since that day, and it's been, what, three weeks? About three weeks since Arenado had that inflammation in the shoulder. He's not been the same player since. He left a home game right before they went on the road trip, the short road trip that was Houston, because he was a DH down there, and then Atlanta. And he was back in the starting lineup for Atlanta, and you're right. He has not been the same guy at the dish or in the field, and that is my biggest worry. Because if he gets back to playing at an MVP caliber type of a level, uh, yeah. man, this team, they're gonna win the National League West and nobody wants to play them in the, in the postseason. So, but right now, I mean, find me at this moment, not overall and not looking at the season as a whole, but right now, today, 
Find me something that's a bigger concern than your MVP candidate scuffling. That's the biggest concern. Yeah. Well, scuffling is an interesting word. Obviously, you don't want to go 0 for 19. He had that stretch. But he's not playing up to his standards. He's still batting 297. He's still Nolan Arenado. I get it. His at-bats have not been as quality as they were earlier in the season. But don't you think that stuff levels out? You're going to go through these moments. Doesn't that, doesn't that work out by the end of the season? Would you be surprised at all if in the next two weeks he gets hot again? I'm worried and I'm not worried. Put it that way. I'm concerned and I'm not concerned. He's Nolan. He's going to work through it. I'm sure the Rockies, I'm sure Bud Black has pleaded and begged for him to take a few days off. He's not going to do it. He's not wired that way. Yeah, I'm not, I wouldn't be surprised if all of a sudden it, it you know, it, it turns into, hey, he gets hot. No, I wouldn't be surprised by that. But they're going to need him to. Uh, you know, well, I, I, I just, will. I think he needs to stop being beyond reproach in this town, right? Where it's like, well, hey, we're going to bend over backwards beyond... and give him whatever he needs. And then when he struggles, nobody says anything about it. If Tulo, if Tulo had nights like this, people would be all over him. He has not been what good you, the past I, three I, weeks. I'm just surprised the day after a, a, a historic night at, at 20th and Blake for Trevor Story, we're complaining about Nolan Arenado. Like, I, I, he, I, where, I, where are we going with this? Okay. All right. N- nope. All's good. All's good. They won. They they haven't lost they, in the month had, of September. They had three solo home runs to stay in the game because nobody can get on base in front of him. But okay, nope, everything's good. You're right. My my bad for pointing out something that is going to become an issue. Uh, okay, my bad. Okay, it, it's an issue. It's an issue, right? They're five and zero in September with that issue. Okay, th- th- and he's is. five I mean, of his. He's five of his last thirty-eight. Five of his last okay. thirty-eight. If you don't think and, that's and a problem, that that's cool. Okay, but. What does that say when a team can still win with that going on? Maybe they got, again, I hate to use this word, maybe they got a little spoiled leaning on him. You remember just a month ago, Rockies don't win if Arenado's not playing hero. Rockies do not win games if he's not leading the charge. Well, guess what? They're winning games now without him doing that. There's something good to behold. That's that's awesome. They're finding other ways to produce Ws. What's so wrong with that? He's eight of his last 63. Eight of his last 63. That's a concern. Okay. Yeah, and you, my, hope, my, you hope he turns that around. My only, sure. But okay. My point though is we can't just sit here today and go, well, they won. So there's nothing to be worried about. And there, uh, you know, a, we hope he'll turn it around and these things all level out. Okay. He's eight of his last 63 and nobody's pointing it out. That's my point. Well, what's your solution? Well, Do you need to DL him for two weeks and get him back for the last 10 games? No, I'm just telling you that's the biggest concern of the, on this team right now. No, but I'm I'm listening to you and I'm saying what's the solution? Your Maybe best he player needs rest. Is, your best player is in a funk. And, and again, find me the broadcast, the story in the paper, or the radio talk show that's mentioned the fact that their best player is in a funk. That's a big funk. Eight of sixty-three. I think, I think the day after, more people choose to talk about what the shortstop did. With the bat in his hands last night, which okay. is downright historic. Well, he's hitting 127 and, in his last, you know, three weeks. But well, that's okay. great. That's great. But the shortstop put together one of the greatest individual performances by a Denver athlete in quite some time. He let me let me tell you how great Trevor Story's performance was last night, and I'll, I'll make it easy for you to understand. Anybody listening to the show, anybody who knows how vociferously I defend Colorado sports, Trevor Story was so damn good. He led Sports Center. When is the last time a Colorado sport or athlete was interviewed by Scott Van Pelt leading Sports Center? I couldn't see it. I couldn't believe it with my own eyes. I'm watching the show last night and there's Trevor Story. 
We became a national story. He did. When's the last time that's happened in this town? Anybody care to ask? When's the last time a Denver athlete or a game or a team led SportsCenter? I'll wait. I'm sure it's happened, but let's not focus on the fact that since he left a game against the Dodgers on August 12th, Nolan Arenado sitting 141. Okay. You, 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 let's just, let's just stare at the, I mean, everybody can celebrate the, the obvious story. Okay. I'm not worried. Hashtag not Toyota worried. talk. I'm not worried. I'm not, I, I will be worried if they can't win and it continues. There's, but if they find other ways to win, I'm not, they found other ways to win last night. They did it the night before. They continue to do it. They're 5-0 in September and their best player is not hitting. Imagine when he does. There's more That's to the story. Hashtag Toyota Talk. We're all missing the real story. Hashtag Toyota Talk. Everybody's ignoring the, the true story. Hashtag Toyota Talk. That's fine. That's, it's all good. It's all good. So, so let me get this straight. Let me, let me, let me just rewind. Let me get this straight. If you're writing the game recap last night, let's say you were a writer, you're at the game. Your recap would focus on Nolan Arenado struggling rather than Trevor Story going yard three times. No. I, they're both part of the story, and obviously Trevor Story was the biggest thing that happened, and winning the game was the biggest thing that happened. But if you're trying to figure out how do you how do you get from September 6th, a game and a half up, and in first place in the National League West, to October 1st and still be in first place, the bigger story, hashtag Toyota Talk, is Nolan Arenado <laughs> hitting 141 since he left a game injured. That's the bigger story. It is. Man, you're something else, brother. You are something else. <laughs> I don't know what. Uh, how about the fact Charlie Blackman almost got decapitated while sitting oh in the uh, on deck circle? He was so fortunate and lucky. The fact that that hit him in the helmet, and it, I think it was the bill of his helmet. Like, oh my gosh, he was the luckiest man in Denver last night. I've always wondered about that. Baseball is one of those weird sports where you're in harm's way all the time. It seems you know those managers that sit there on top of the dugout and they're they got their hands yeah. on the rail watching the action. All of a sudden, there's a sharp foul liner coming right at their face. Happens more than we think. I mean, yeah, you're right there. I mean, you 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 have to be aware. You can't be hanging out on your cell phone playing Candy Crush during activity of a baseball game. You will get hurt. Very, very lucky. And I was in the ballpark. Uh, the Yankees were in town. It was a day game. And uh, Carlos Gonzalez got drilled in the leg when he was in the batters uh, in, in the on-deck circle. And he had to leave the game and miss some time. So that was a very fortunate break for the Rockies. Because, look, Charlie hasn't been Charlie this season. Um, but he's better than any of the alternatives they have out in center field, especially if he would have missed some time. So that was, uh, that was a lucky part of the story. Hashtag Toyota Talk. 5-0 and in September. Game and a half lead in the division. They have swept the Giants. Bring on the Dodgers. Day off, uh, much needed, well deserved for the Rockies today. Perhaps Nolan Arenado can rest that weary shoulder and get back to form. Nothing to worry about. Don't worry about it. He'll be fine. <laughs> He'll be fine. Up next on the show, uh, a guy who uh, was kind enough to join us last night and provide a little much-needed R&R. Of course, you know him as the uh, guy who handles all of our avalanche post-game and pre-game. He is as good as it gets when it comes to hockey analysis. Mark Rycroft, next on the Vic Lombardi Show.
Here's what's in play on Altitude 950. 2019 Elitch Gardens season passes are on sale now. And it includes the 2018 Fright Fest. Pays for itself in just two visits. And they're available online now at elitchgardens.com. The City of Aurora and Colorado State Bank and Trust present Pumpkin Chunkin', a competition and festival like no other. October 6th and 7th at Arapahoe Park Racetrack. Get more info now at altitude950.com. Labor Day is here and it's time for incredible savings on appliances at Mountain High Appliance. Hi, I'm Brad Barnett, president of Mountain High Appliance. And if you're looking for the best deals on today's hottest appliances, then you've come to the right place. Check out our huge selection of French door refrigerators. So many styles and colors, you're sure to find just the right look for your kitchen. Looking for a new dishwasher? Then come see the latest models from Bosch. Every model is on sale. How about a new washer and dryer? We have the best selection from Whirlpool, Maytag, Samsung, Frigidaire, and more. Be sure to visit us at our brand new state-of-the-art showroom in Littleton. Years in the making, but worth the wait. Unlike anything you've ever seen. Stop by for amazing Labor Day deals all week. Get to Mountain High Appliance today and experience the difference. Open seven days a week. For hours and directions, visit mountainhighappliance.com. Littleton, thank you. Cool 105 presents Cool Concert 2018, starring Rick Springfield. Live. Also starring Loverboy. With special guests Jim Blossoms and Tommy Two-Tone. Saturday, September 22nd, Pepsi Center. Reserve seats starting at just 10.50. On sale now at LiveNation.com and all Altitude ticket outlets. Attention all Class A CDL drivers. The Transportation Department at Safeway is excited to announce a new pay increase, and we want you to join our team. How would you like to start out making $25.56 per hour the first day on the job with a potential $12,500 bonus? Plus, you'll get to go home at the end of every shift. In order to be considered for this position, you'll need documented work experience in the transportation trucking industry. And, of course, you must have a Class A CDL. We're looking for drivers with at least two years of all-season or mountain driving experience with tractor-trailer equipment, and you must be 21 years old to apply. This is a great opportunity to work with a stable company and a place you can retire from. We are scheduling interviews and only have a limited number of driver positions open. Apply today by logging on to SafewayDenverDC.com. That's SafewayDenverDC.com. Please complete the online job application and we'll be in touch to schedule next steps. Safeway is a drug-free workplace and an equal opportunity employer. The Colorado Rapids take on Atlanta United FC on September 15th at Dick's Sporting Goods Park. And into the wall, but it's Tim Howard once again with a massive save. Bring your whole family, no matter the size, courtesy of the Coca-Cola Family Plan. Starting at only $30, you get a ticket to the game, a meal, and a Coke. Oh, my word! He scores with his left, he scores with his right. Edgar Castillo scores what he wants. Get your tickets now at coloradorapids.com. Are you embarrassed by your smile? Are you unable to eat the foods you love, afraid to laugh, afraid to live a normal life, even afraid to go out in public? Dr. Barrett's with Barrett's Dental here. I believe that you deserve a smile that you can be proud of so you can live your life the way you want, with the peace of mind that you can smile without embarrassment and that your mouth is healthy. At Barrett's Dental, we want to help you get your life back. 
I invite you to my office for a free consultation where you can find out for yourself if you are comfortable at Barrett's Dental. We offer total dental solutions, meaning we can handle all of your dental care in one convenient location without referring you all over town. If you feel safe at Barrett's Dental, it's the last place you'll need to visit to get the care you need. Is the condition of your mouth causing you to live a life of quiet desperation? Call me. I'll take great care of you. If you're looking for a safe place to take care of all your dental needs, call Barrett's Dental at 303-502-5523 or visit DenverDentist.com. The Altitude 950 Traffic Update. Presented by East Radon. Northbound I-25 is slowing Castle Pines Parkway to Lincoln Avenue and an accident reported here in the last few minutes. Northbound I-25 at 8th Avenue. Two cars clearing off the left lane. Traffic is brought to you by Weston Hotels and Resorts. If you're on I-70, you have a delay eastbound approaching Pecos. Three cars involved clearing off the left lane. Weston empowers your well-being while on the road with rejuvenating heavenly beds and signature wellness programs designed to help you stay in control while traveling. Weston, let's rise. I'm Chris McLaughlin with traffic on Altitude 950. The Altitude 950 hotline is now open. Call 303-753-0950 to join the show. The Vic Lombardi Show here on Altitude 950, soon to become Altitude 92.5. If you haven't heard about it, Announced yesterday, 92.5 is what you call the FM dial. We are moving there. We will be there September 17th. So when you tune in to Altitude 950, you'll hear something else on September 17th. We're still doing sports. It'll be a national show. We're moving to the 92.5 portion of the dial, where you'll hear the sweet sounds of one Mark Rycroft, who joins us right now on the program. Right, uh, Mark Rycroft is actually sitting right next to me, which is sort of awkward because we're all in the same hotel room here in uh, Broomfield. How you doing, Riker? This whole event is awkward. I came up here just to pump you guys up yes. and ice you down with some cold beers, and all of a sudden I'm kneeling on the carpet here. You, you sound like you've been a bit pumped up here. Yeah, I mean, I've, I'm not going to lie to you. You sound that way. Did I walk 55 miles or 60 <laughs> miles with you guys? And I slept on an air mattress on the floor here. <laughs> we got three dudes all sleeping in the same hotel room. You guys are unbelievable what you're doing. I can't believe the energy you have on day three going yeah. into this. It's wild that you're walking a marathon a day. And you're going to finish. I thought for sure the blister was going to take you out. Oh, it's fine, bro. Kyle's over here stretching his calves. <laughs> you guys, it's quite the show here. I thought it was bad when I woke up. The both of us scrunched into a Super 8 motel. Now we got three of us in a room. <laughs> because Riker, let me just give you some behind the scenes. So Riker shows up last night. Kyle and I are dying, right? We, we walk in the freaking rain for two hours. We're dying. And Riker was kind enough to make the drive all the way up to Broomfield here. He brought some treats. Uh, we went to a steakhouse. Uh, Kyle lost the lottery. He had to pay. How good was that? That was tremendous. Playing uh, credit card roulette. Hey, we had bacon wrapped steaks. Oh, it was beautiful. Kyle, we put the three cards in the yes. hat. Last yeah. one out pays. Yeah. Thanks, Kyle. Yeah, so uh, we had a good time last night and, and much needed. I am reinvigorated. I know Kyle is too, so thanks for doing that for us. I appreciate it. Uh, you have a big uh, couple weeks in store here because I, it's hard to believe, Riker. I, I mean, I, just, I can't wrap my head around the fact that rookie camp for the Avs starts this Friday. Avalanche training camp for the vets and everybody else next Friday. It's hockey season. 
I never believe it every year when it comes around. I love summer more than most people, but here we are. You just get that first touch of cold, though, and all of a sudden you're ready for hockey. But yeah. Probably one of the most anticipated seasons in the last, boy, you could go over 10 years for sure for the Avalanche with the youth they have and everywhere we're going. Everybody can't wait to see what the Avs are going to do this year. Okay, so my immediate question is, when you do what they did last year, when you turn it around as quickly as they did, going from the worst team in hockey to a playoff team, are the expectations automatically, well, they better make the playoffs again? Uh, is that is that fair? It is fair, and I think the only thing this team has to deal with this year is the expectations, yeah. because they're all young. In theory, they've all just gotten one year older and one year better. I can't wait to see what young Sam Gerrard is going to do this year. He's God, exciting you guys were to talking me. Him up last night. You and Kyle couldn't stop talking about Sam Gerrard. He's as exciting to me as Nathan McKinnon is, and also I believe that Miko Rantanen could be the next 50 goal scorer wow. for the Colorado Avalanche because he's playing with Nathan McKinnon, and Miko Rantanen's all of 21 years old, 29 goals last year. He's six foot four. He might be lying about it. He probably grew another inch. So he's six <laughs> foot five, 215 pounds. Playing with the most dynamic player in the National Hockey League. It's so exciting. I really can't wait to get to training camp and, and see how this whole season plays out. But expectations can affect guys sometimes. Yeah, they really. Last year was yeah. all house money, right? Yeah. You're all yeah. in every single game. Sure. If you lose it, you don't care. Yeah. This year, you got to deal with it. We'll see how the guys handle the pressure. But the locker room is so strong. I think it's going to be great. Well, back to Gerard, Because, again, uh, you and Kyle were gushing over this kid's potential. Not just potential. He showed last year that he can play right away. How did he become available? Was uh, The Duchesne trade netted so much value. How was Gerard available to them? Well, we were talking about how Nashville had so many and has so many awesome defensemen that they were just able to let him go and didn't need to or have the time to develop him. They want to win now, whereas the Avalanche are in the process of becoming a Stanley Cup contender. So all of a sudden, he was the key to the deal. But the stat that blows you away, Sam Girard led all National Hockey League defensemen at carrying the puck out of his own zone. So you're looking at a guy who just eliminates problems in your own end. He's 20 years old now, and here he is coming in to his second NHL season. I think he could log 28, 29 minutes a night, take a lot of heat off Eric Johnson. The back end for the Avalanche went from a few years ago nothing to now. Are we in the top ten in the National Hockey League? I think so, and we'll see how everything progresses. Could be one of the best in the National Hockey League here pretty quick. Who's your starting goalie? How are they going to manage that? You know how it's going to be. Whoever 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 hot is going to play. If Varley's healthy, nobody's better. So we'll see how long he can go. But you know, you'd like to think we'll use Varley a little less, keep him healthy. But Grubauer's coming in. He got Washington to the playoffs. And he lost those first two games against Columbus, or he was going to be their guy to take him to the Stanley Cup. Yeah. Holtby comes in in game three, and they ride him to the Stanley Cup. So, Grubauer is a great signing by Joe Sackick, and it's going to be an interesting, I don't even think it's a subplot. It may be one of the main plots to the season. Is it going to be Varley? Yeah. Is it going to be Grubauer? What a great problem to have. That's usually that. a sensitive situation, because you know, you treat your starting goaltender with kid gloves, but if, if he's injured all the time, or oftentimes, I mean, you have no choice. Sackick had to go get an insurance policy. You have to. You do. Injuries are terrible. You see it in every sport, and a lot of times uh, it can define careers here and there. When Varley's on, he's as good as it gets. He got the avalanche to the playoffs last year. He has on a couple of occasions. You hope the best for Varley. You'd like to see him healthy front to back because he'll probably be the guy. Yeah. But if not, is going to get his shot. It's going to be a fascinating 
storyline? Uh, the young players. I know rookie camp again kicks off this Friday. Um, will there be any player, uh, that may emerge and make this roster that we did not anticipate? Uh, I, I would say no, but here's the player we're going to pay attention to, and okay. it's Connor Timmons. MVP at the, uh, at the, uh, world, uh, or pardon me, world juniors last year. Okay. Almost made the team out of camp last year as a 19 year old D-man. They kind of said, you know what, go back, play one more year of junior. So here he is coming in, and I think he's going to fight for a top four position. He's a big defenseman. He can get it done. And so you talk about the blue line and where it's grown. Keep an eye on Connor Timmons this year because he's coming into camp. Doesn't have a spot guaranteed, yeah. but he's going to make waves and could fit into the top four. So the battle on the defensive end is massive, and there's going to be some tremendous D-men maybe not playing every single night because that's the competition that has been created on the back end. It is the best scenario for the Avalanche. They have not been this sound and this good, I don't think, since I really took over doing TV 11 years ago. It's the real deal. They're young. They're coming together. And how about this summer? Joe really didn't have to make any moves. There was no need to bring in a splash. Especially after what they did last season. Lose Como, you bring in Matt Calvert. Okay, that's great. Yeah, bring in Ian Cole. Two-time Stanley Cup champion with the Pittsburgh Penguins. Let's throw him into the mix this year. And he chose the Avalanche over several other teams because he goes, I like what they got going here. So that's where it's going. The positivity is through the roof. I know season ticket sales are through the roof. And I think the Avalanche, I don't think, the Avalanche are back. Okay, so I'm going to get to this now. Yep. When you say they're back. Are they Stanley Cup material back, or are they on their way to that? On the way. Okay. On the way. It's up to them, and it's up to, can Nathan McKinnon do 97 points? Can he get 110 points? It's up to the Stars maintaining that level and going to the next level. It's up to a Tyson Jost, who's got magic hands. Is he going to supplement the McKinnon line with a 20-plus goal season? So you need everything to come together to win. We all know how impossibly hard it is. Heck, the Washington Capitals on paper had probably their least talented team that they've had in the last 10 years. But for whatever reason, they came together as a team at the right time yeah. and win a Stanley Cup. That's top. a good point. So it's challenging to win. you got to get on a roll. You have to ride a hot goaltender. That's yeah. a given. And we're just going to sit back and see what happens. You know what I love about Mark Rycroft, despite the fact that uh, he uh, managed to come over and uh, give us a laugh and a couple smiles last <laughs> night? You... When you're on the broadcast, when you and Kyle do your thing, and I've told you this before, you guys are the best, absolute best, because you do not pull any punches. You speak the truth. You're very honest assessing each game. How tough is it, though, when you talk about a certain athlete, a certain player, an avalanche player, and you're critical of that player, and that player finds out about it? What do you do? You go in the locker room the next day, and I've had to do it several times, and I know there's a few guys that that don't like me. Some are here. Some are no longer here on other teams. You just got to say... It's television. Yeah. Don't forget that. We're telling it how it is. And when somebody makes a terrible play, the irony of it all is they know it. The coaches are telling them the next day. But you got to call it out. you got to be honest. It's just TV. It's just hockey. And it's always a handshake. And you always got the guys back at the end of the day. You just can't be a fraud to your viewers. You yeah. can't be milk toast, and you can't just say, well, that's okay. He'll get it next time. No, they'll you see right what? through hey, that. Hey, that sucked. It was yeah. a terrible play. The guy's been terrible all night long. And what the heck, man? I mean, people want to know the truth. Everybody is afraid of the truth, and the goal for us is to tell it. That's outstanding. And if we got to go in and, and take a few lumps in the morning and stare guys in the eyes and say, hey, you know, 
It is what it well, is. Qu- well, t- most time they're like, yeah, you know what? You're totally right. I did suck well, t- last t- night. T- tell the story quickly because Nathan McKinnon is, you know, he is uh, untouchable. He's as good as it gets. But you were critical of Nathan on a certain play or game, and you approached him in the room the next day. Well, and, and it was a play where I – it was a TV move where I said I could have put that uh, backhand – with my right hand tied behind my back, I could have put that shelf. The puck needed to go under the bar. Okay. Of course, I couldn't do that, but it was a TV sure, you're, moment. It was a, you know, it was an embellishment of what you're hyperbolizing the, the information. He I had to go under the bar and upstairs, and so I, Nathan was unhappy about it. I heard about it, so I just went in the next day and said, yeah. "Hey, man, I said it." I did it. It was a little over the top, but it's TV. I just want to make sure that, you know, you heard it directly from me. Because when things travel through many people, the truth always gets skewed. So that's it. Go in there, shake some hands. I had to do it as well with, um, uh, oh, I forget the big, tall, six-foot-six. Kyle, uh, Bordelow. Bordelow. Bordelow, I was critical of him one time yeah. and he didn't fight a guy I found out he had a bad hand so I had to go oh. and say hey man I didn't know that I apologize <laughs> I didn't know you couldn't fight because your hand was all messed up and that was a few years ago but it's part of the job man yeah. it's all fun and if, if nobody can take a good lashing now and then yeah. it's going to be a long life dude uh, thanks for the laughs last night thanks for joining us um, you're running the, the Sobos which is wonderful uh, in Broadway you know instead of driving home yeah. you should walk with us today you can hey man it's been a while since you played you can use a little bit <laughs> You know, I'm going to walk to Sobo Liquors through the drive through there and grab me a, a tall one and meet you guys Come back on. at Pepsi Center. Walk with us. I need the laughs, man. I, Make the time go by. I'm watching you guys walk on the highway with cars going oh, by crazy, at 80 bro. miles an hour. And I'm, I'm realizing what you're doing. And I'm thinking, this is an incredible thing. I don't know if it's ever been done anywhere quite like this in Colorado or in the U.S. Yeah. But when you and Kyle get together, the energy yeah. and how you guys roll, it's pretty unique as to what you guys can pull off whether you're high-fiving at the nuggets game and your bellies are all popping out of your shirts Uh or whatever you guys are doing there's a little (laughs) bit of magic with you and kyle here too (laughs) Riker, thanks buddy i appreciate it thanks for having me on the good good luck today thank you and uh stay safe that is mark rycroft you got the vic lombardi show altitude 950 September 17th. Altitude Sports Radio 950. Elevates to FM. From one Denver sports station to two, Altitude 950 elevates to its new FM partner, Altitude Sports Radio 925. That's a baller move right there. Your Denver teams, your Denver sports talk. We talk all sports. Vance Joseph has to be out in front of this thing. It's an honest show on FM. He found a new weapon. September 17th, Altitude Sports Radio 950 becomes Denver's home for Fox Sports Radio and 92.5 The Wolf. Becomes Altitude Sports Radio 92.5. The road to success is paved with your new career at Brandon Sand and Gravel. Since 1906, they're one of the most respected concrete and construction companies. And Brandon is hiring right now. They need Class A and B CDL drivers and operators and laborers. They need you. Brandon offers competitive wages, a full benefits package, including matching 401k. Become a part of the Brandon team. Apply today at Brandon1.com. That's B-R-A-N-N-A-N, the number one, dot com. Hi, Jack Farland from Farland Classic Restoration. 
We're working on several cars that owners brought to us to figure out the last few problems. Anyone who's owned a classic car knows exactly what I mean. Maybe it doesn't always start, or even worse, it won't get you home. We call it the last 5%. It's our specialty. We can sort those problems out, so all you have to worry about is getting behind the wheel and having fun. Learn more at FarlandCars.com. That's FarlandCars.com. Hey, Abs fans, it's Mark Mosier, voice of your Colorado Avalanche. He scores! For the price of a cup of coffee per day, you can get season tickets for your Colorado Avalanche with an icebreaker membership. There's a dog pile on the captain. A dog pile. He threw it from inside of his own blue line. Visit ColoradoAvalanche.com for more information and go ads. Hey there, Denver. It's your boy, Ryan Harris. Are you feeling the aches and pains of growing older? Do your knees and back ache? Well, my friends, I've got a solution for you, and it is the Center for Spine and Orthopedics. Listen, after my 10-year NFL career, I had plenty of aches and pains that I just needed fixed if I was going to live a happy life. And one of the ways I did so while avoiding surgery was through stem cell therapy. I had stem cells placed in my knee, and I was, in fact, able to continue to play in the NFL for one more year. The Center for Spine and Orthopedics offers the best in stem cell therapy. They are an independent physician-owned office that has MRI on the premises. That means lower costs and less time. And if you need something beyond stem cells, they have over 40 years of collective experience with knee, elbow, back, and neck surgeons who can help you live pain-free. So give my friends a call at 303-287-2800. That's 303-287-2800. Or visit them online at centerforspineandortho.com. The number one cause of death in your home is radon. Radiation from radon damages your DNA, causing cancer. Deadly radon radiation detection and prevention is highly specialized. Don't trust your health or your family's health to anyone but the experts at Ace Radon. Hi, I'm Jeff Gord, the owner of Ace Radon. My trusted team has protected Colorado families, schools, and businesses from the deadly effects of radon. More than half of all homes and businesses in Colorado have insidious, cancer-causing radon levels. Let us help ensure the health and safety of your family. Race to Ace this fall to find out once and for all if you're being exposed to radon. Ace is offering a radon inspection and test starting at only $50. Protect yourself and your loved ones from radon radiation. Race to AceRadon.com, the most referred and qualified radon company in Colorado. Honey, have you seen the keys? No. You drove the car last. Didn't I give them to you to open the door? Did you check your pockets? Like ten times. Forgetting things is human nature. So we'd like to remind you to check with your health care provider and see if you need any vaccinations. Learn more at coloradoimmunizations.com. Sponsored by the Colorado Department of Public Health and Environment, the Colorado Broadcasters Association, and this station. The Altitude 950 Traffic Update. Southbound I-225 at Tamarack. There is some slow traffic starting around Iliff behind that accident. It looks like everything now moved off to the left shoulder. Traffic is brought to you by Weston Hotels and Resorts. An accident clearing northbound I-25 after 8th Avenue is backed up traffic to University. Weston empowers your well-being while on the road with rejuvenating heavenly beds and signature wellness programs designed to help you stay in control while traveling. Weston, let's rise. I'm Chris McLaughlin with traffic on altitude 950. 
Altitude 950, Denver's All Sports Station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. What made headlines? The big story we're following this morning. What caught everyone's attention? Big news right now. Brought to you by Johnson Auto Plaza, where first-time buyers become lifetime customers every day. And this ball is high and deep left field. How about number three? Are you kidding me? What a night. Three swings, three home runs. Rockies.com last night. Trevor Story put on a show. Three for four, three solo shots. How good was it? Even SportsCenter cut into live action in his fourth at bat when he was facing that 100 mile an hour heat. Love for him to go four for four, but he got three of them. Three RBI as the Rockies beat the Giants and sweep the Giants at Coors Field. Bud Black, how do you like him now? You know, it's sort of been building for Trev. You know, he's sort of, he's had some good nights and some good swings. And, and I saw, we saw today that, you know, he got some pitches to hit and to hit far. And he, and he did it. It's hard to do, and he did it. So I, I think he's been, you know, he's been sort of growing into a pretty good spot over the last week to ten days. And I, you know, we saw obviously a big night tonight. Again, Rockies.com day off for the Rocks. The Dodgers come to town this weekend. Broncos, Seahawks. Will Earl Thomas play for the Hawks? He finally reported to camp. Will he be in uniform for Seattle? Case Keenum thinks the world of this guy. Yeah, Earl is a special player. You know, he's one of the best I've ever played against. He does some things on film that nobody else can do. He's a guy you just need to know where he's at at all times. And um, I guarantee he can step in and, and be right where he, where, he, where he wants to be. Football is officially back tonight. Hard to believe, but the games count starting tonight. Thursday night football featuring the world champion Philadelphia Eagles unfurling their Super Bowl banner against the Falcons, 6.20 local time on NBC. After consideration and everything about the football team and this decision, Nick Foles is a starter of week one. Yeah, obviously Nick Foles. Carson Wentz isn't ready. I'm not sure why Doug Peterson was so sensitive about that for the last couple weeks. I mean, Peterson and Saban on the quarterback issues. Just make a selection. Nobody's going to hold you accountable if you lose the game with Nick Foles. He won a Super Bowl, for crying out loud. Meanwhile, in Pittsburgh, Le'Veon Bell still out. And I know why this is a big story. You know where I'm going to go with this. This is a big story because all these fantasy leagues are, like, waiting to see where he's going to end up because they need him. Fantasy leaguers need Le'Veon Bell. He's instant points in fantasy football. Marquise Pouncey, one of the Steeler veterans, not happy with Le'Veon holding out. But obviously you proved all of us wrong. At some point, you're just like, all right, you know what? If you don't want to be here, it is, it is what it is. And hold out 10 weeks. It's totally fine with us. Like, as a team, we're, we're totally fine. It takes 11 guys, not just one. All right, that is big news right now. you got the Vic Lombardi Show on Altitude 950. Uh, let's go in reverse order. The Fellas, this whole Le'Veon Bell thing, it's its always interesting because players usually root for each other when it comes to making money. We saw that Instagram of uh, Von Miller a couple weeks ago when OBJ got paid and Von Miller's dancing around the locker room saying congratulations. How come Steeler teammates don't want to see Le'Veon Bell get paid? I don't know that they don't want to see him get paid. I think they're a little tired of the story. Uh, it went on last season. It's gone on this whole off season. Here it is. Time to go to work. Time to start trying to win games. Time to start going toward the uh, the team goal in the ultimate team sport. 
and he's a no-show, I think everybody wants him to get paid until it starts impacting their life. And when he's not there for the opener and he's not ready to go and he's not helping them achieve their team goals, then he's becoming a distraction, then it's becoming a problem. I don't think any of these guys, linemen who uh, voiced their displeasure yesterday, if he'd have signed a big contract in July, would have said anything about it. But here we are September 5th, and he's not at practice when they're putting in the game plan for the Browns. And now all of a sudden it's a, it's an issue. So that's why. I think they're just tired of hearing about it. Well, he hasn't signed that $14.5 million franchise tag. And $14.5 million is nothing to sneeze at. So I guess you know th- those of us who are commoners would look at that and say, dude, $14.5 million. But I, I think a lot of these contracts and the reason why it takes so much time, it, it, it's more principle-based than anything else. Perhaps it's the league, the union, trying to send a message that this franchise tagging ain't going to work and we're going to fight you every single time on this until it goes away. Well, let me give you some. Franchise tag's never going to go away. I think the one thing they need to do is limit the amount of times you can be franchise tagged. The actual idea of the tag is great. But when a player can get tagged year after year, then you start to wonder if it's fair. Well, fine, but it was collectively bargained for. The the, the, uh, yes. the union agreed to this. So for them, if it is a union-driven thing, it's like, well, why are you guys trying to fight this in the middle of the agreement? Next time you sit down at the table, talk about it and, and make some concessions. But it's uh, it, that's just it's D. Smith just once again complaining and crying about something he agreed to. You signed the deal. Live up to it. Uh, on the text line, couple questions. Uh, the big announcement yesterday that we made, of course, we're going to FM on September 17th. We're going 92.5. What is our official name going to be? Do we have an official name yet? Uh, you're putting we're us on the spot the here, Victor, but, uh, in, in the meeting yesterday we were told altitude 92.5. Okay. So, Why, uh, is that, am I not allowed to announce that or something? Well, the promo we just played said Altitude Sports Radio 92.5, so Will and I were just talking. Okay. We don't know, but you just put me on the spot. I didn't want to just have dead air, so it's one of the two, but let's go with Altitude 92.5. So it's still, what I'm getting at, it's still going to, it's still going to be called Altitude. Yes. It's not going to be called the Smooth. Correct. It's Altitude 92.5. It's something okay, Altitude wait. related and then 92.5 will be in there, yeah. Mitch, a loyal listener on the text line has a question. With Altitude Moving FM, will the app still work for my shows? I live here in Minnesota and use this app as my lifeline. Yes, I am positive. Somehow, some way, <laughs> the app will work. What? You you just keep putting us on the spot. Yeah, it's like, what, do you want to delve into my personal the, life We next? don't know these what, answers, what, Vic. The, what are you talking about? I got it. Don't worry about it. Okay. Don't worry sure. about it. You were walking through Berthoud when we had this yeah, meeting. I didn't see you whatever. in the conference room yesterday. <laughs> Did that question come up? You were dodging no, the flood. One of the many we don't know yeah. the answer to. We should just start reading every question we get on the text line. <laughs> well, I'm oh, sorry. God. I'm thinking like a listener would think. Those are I the know. questions people have. I'm trying to They're- help everybody out here. They're all if trem- I were in that meeting, I would have asked that question immediately. They're all tremendous questions. I would just say this. If it ain't in the press release, we don't know. Well, what's the press release? You want to read that again <laughs> word for word? You have it in front of you? I don't, I don't have the press release in front of me. I was just told we're going uh, FM. Exactly. And it starts September 17th. We'll be the home of the Avs, the Nuggets, the Rapids, Wyoming football and basketball beyond 950. Yeah. Going to explore some other opportunities. Fox Sports Radio over there. That's what we know, man. Yeah. 
We should start talking you know about our I'm social like. media next, you know? What's our, what's our Twitter <laughs> handle, you know? Yeah, what is our policy going to be moving forward on that? You, you know what I love most about Going FM is the voice seems to deepen. The clarity oh, of the man. voice comes off on FM radio. It really does. Am I going to sound... It's almost on steroids. Yeah, I'm going to sound like, I don't know, Marvin Gaye or something like that. That'd be great. Right, here's a question that we're going to get off, and, and uh, I, I care not to answer. I'll let you guys handle this. Fantasy question. Foles yeah. or Mahomes, Wentz. Uh, Wentz is starter. He's out week one. So is it going to be Foles or Mahomes? What do you think I should take? I I don't care. I have zero uh, direction to give on that. Uh, and yeah. figure it out for yourself. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I, I have no idea how to answer. I mean, I know how to answer Foles that question if it was Mahomes. my team, but nobody cares about this guy's team. We went to a dinner last night, and uh, every table had a group of people with their laptops out. What do you think they were doing? They were doing their drafts. It was exactly drafting. right. Last night, that was a big deal. It was fantasy draft night, and of course, Kyle's all fantasy guy. He's like, "Hey guys, <laughs> who went first? <laughs> was it Gurley or Le'Veon Bell?" <laughs> you know, they got their inside talk. They talk in those weird codes. Whatever. We got to take a break. It's top of the hour, eight oh one. You got the Vic Lombardi show on altitude nine fifty, soon to be altitude ninety two five. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. This is the home of the Colorado Rapids. Coming up on Saturday, the Colorado Rapids will be in Portland to take on the Timbers. Kickoffs at 8.30 with Connor Cape on the call. KKSE, Parker, Denver, home of the Colorado Rapids, the Denver Nuggets, and the Colorado Avalanche. Denver's all-sports station, Altitude 950. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. That's one of those things that you kind of dream about when you're a kid, is to have that happen to you. And, you know, just, just something cool that, you know, you can look back on, you know, when the season's over. And I'm honestly more and more excited about the win at this point. Every win from here on out is huge. Trevor Story, Rockies.com. He put on a show last night or what? If you missed the game, you missed a guy who hit three bombs in successive at-bats. Three solo shots, 459 feet off one knee, 505 feet, the longest in Coors Field history, and then his third one, 416. That is 1,380 feet of home runs in one night as the Rockies sweep the Giants at Coors Field. Welcome to the Vic Lombardi Show. We are broadcasting live from Broomfield this morning. Yesterday, the Super 8 in Longmont, our accommodations are a bit nicer, uh, to say the least, but uh, we're going to make our final uh, trek this morning after the show. Kyle and I are going to walk from here, uh, make, make a wrap around the lower downtown area, uh, go by the Gold Crown Foundation, and we're ending up at Pepsi Center at 6 p.m. It is our 82-mile walk from Fort Collins to Pepsi Center, FanFit, UC Health, trying to raise some awareness. In the words of Kyle, just raise general awareness. That's mm-hmm. what we're doing. Mm-hmm. Just and so everybody we knows, plenty of it. Surviving the rain yesterday. Are you guys aware? Are you guys aware about what we're trying to raise? Yeah, yeah. Uh, the Abs and Nuggets are going to play 82 games this year. I'm aware of it. No, it's it's yes. all been for a good cause. You guys have raised a lot of money. It's been fun to follow on Instagram yeah. and Twitter and everything else. I can't believe you two Yahoos are going to get this thing done. I really can't. I had you tapping out after about 18 me miles. Me neither. Um, so that's shocking Honestly, to me. God, you know, I. At no point, and this uh, this is really unbelievable to me, I thought I'd tap out pretty quickly. At no point have I felt like quitting because 
Um, there have been things that have happened. There, yeah, people have shown up. They've sort of helped us along the way. I've, I've reinvigorated last night, hanging out with Rycroft. So things have kept us going. And it's not like we're – this isn't the Bataan Death March, all right? So we've had a chance to sleep every night on hotel room beds. So we're, we're fine. That's not the issue. The issue is I cannot believe somebody can walk that far. Like, if you had to do it in one fell swoop, that's impossible. Yeah, and I – impossible. I, if you'd have told There's me, no hey, night one is going to be spent at three margaritas, I'd have been like, well, day two ain't happening. And you're in my <laughs> neck of the woods, and you, you haven't mentioned the place, but I know where you're staying. Was last night Hickory and Ash? Is yeah. that where you went? Oh, I really. It can't. was. That's exactly where we went last night. <laughs> yeah, I figured as much. That's exactly where. How did you know that? Hey man, it's Broomfield. That's my neck of the woods. You know, that's Sobru. I yeah. know what's happening. Okay, West Side. <laughs> uh, you ever had a former NHL or just hang out in your room all night and uh, sleep in a blow-up bed next to you? <laughs> uh, that was that was a rare treat. So anyway. Uh, we're gonna, we're gonna power home this morning, just like the Rockies powered home last night. And guys, I've got my rankings in front of me. Cause what I saw Trevor Story do, that resulted with an appearance, a live appearance on SportsCenter. I'm watching SportsCenter last night. Scott Van Pelt, who's the best at what he does, opens the show with highlights of Trevor Story, and then an interview, live interview with Trevor Story. And I asked the question, when is the last time a Denver athlete or a Denver sport led SportsCenter? My good buddy Chris Marlowe texted me, who's listening to the show on the walk. Shout out to Chris Marlowe. That the last time is probably Gary Harris's buzzer beater over Oklahoma City, the game we attended. Probably the last time a local athlete or team led Sports Center. Can you guys? Think? Well, the the thing I would say is that the, when the Broncos won Super Bowl Fifty Manchester, they had to have led obviously Sports yes. Center. I don't know if a Gary Harris buzzer beater led it or not. I think the bigger story is that they put a headset on Trevor, no pun intended, and Scott Van Pelt interviewed him. That's cool. Yeah. Three home run game, right? Yeah, so. no, it was big. It, it, it's always a big deal when any team in this town, other than the Broncos, leads SportsCenter because they led it a lot with Tebow. They led it a lot with Peyton Manning. Obviously, going to Super Bowls, they lead it because they're in that game and they're winning AFC titles and all that kind of stuff. You know, I remember the night, and this is going way back, that Mahmoud had 51 against the Jazz in Utah, just lit up John Stockton. They led Sports Center, and I remember being as excited that night, just a, you know, random night in the middle of the NBA season, as Vic was about last night, that hey, it's just a random day in September, and the Rockies are knocking the Yankees and the Red Sox and the Cubs and the usual suspects, uh, off the rundown at Sports Center. Yeah, it, it, it's cool. It, it is. It, it, it is a feather in the cap when you're not being overlooked, when you're not just a flyover state. Um, so yeah, no, that was, it was cool, but I, I don't know. Did, did Nolan lead it on Father's Day when he hit, hit for the cycle and hit a home run, walk off home run to win the game? Maybe. I don't, I don't remember. The other thing too, like it or not, the, the national media is going to have to start paying attention to the Rockies because one of the bigger stories last night, Vic, was that the Dodgers lost. I mean, the Rockies have a game and a half lead in the NL West on September 6th. That's almost unheard of around these parts. Yeah, how do the Dodgers get absolutely blown out by the Mets at home? They lose two out of three to the Mets in L.A.? What a gift that is. And remember, Canley Jansen not expected to come to Colorado for this series. What a pivotal three-game series this will be. Oh, it's huge. Oh, my it, goodness. It, it's enormous. I know I... At this point, where the Rockies sit, is it fair to say it will be disappointing if they don't win the NL West? Hmm. Um, 
disappoint. Well, if they don't, they're not going to make the playoffs unless something else happens. Whatever. They're still a game out of the wild card. Even though they lead the NL West, they're a game back of the wild card. So is it feasible to lose the division and still make the playoffs? Yeah. I don't know how likely that is with Milwaukee and St. Louis playing the way they are. Eh, it's, it may be unlikely, but they have 77 wins. Milwaukee has 79. St. Louis has 78. They're all bunched together. So they could still get the wild card. But to me... If they get in and, and get in the playoffs and only have the one game wild card assured to them and they don't win the division, given the fact that it's September 6th, they're a game and a half up, they're heading into a three-game weekend series against the Dodgers with a game and a half lead in the division, it will be a major disappointment if they don't win their first National League West title. It will be. They, they will have squandered the best opportunity re- realistically in franchise history. You have to finish the job here. You have to. All right, Vic, do you have your list for us? If I gave you the option, Manchester. Yeah, but if I gave you guys the option, I said you're making the playoffs either way. You're not guaranteed a division, but you're making the playoffs. You're taking that, whether it's wild card or division, right? You're taking that right now. You're not going to be that greedy, are you? No, I mean, I would take that over not making the postseason, sure. I mean, would you take, you know... Alyssa Milano or Heidi Klum. Okay, I'll take one of them, but you still, if you, if you have your preference, you're taking Milano. Not gonna be picky. Wasn't my best analogy. Yeah, it was fine. <laughs> yeah. Um, alright fellas, my list of Denver Pro Sports power rankings. Alright? Yeah. You ready? And, and yeah. you tell me if I'm off base here. This isn't hard. Okay. And we're, and we're doing majors, the four, right? the four major sports? Four majors. Okay. Four major sports in order of championship teams, potential to win a championship, building for the future, relative interest, and just the strength and the, the just the feel, the health of the franchise, okay? okay? Number one in town right now, are we all in agreement that it's the Colorado Rockies? Yes, they could win a championship this season. That's not outside the realm of possibilities, and it's the only one of the four teams that you can realistically say that about without just being fanboy. Number two, the Colorado Avalanche. Yes. They may not be championship material, but they're getting closer. They're the only other team coming off of a playoff season. Um, I, I, look, could they win a title this year? Sure. I mean, NHL, anything happen once you get into the, into the tournament. Um, is it realistic to have those kind of expectations? They're slightly below the Rockies, but they could given the sport, given that they're coming off a playoff season, given the young core that they have. It's possible. So yes, they're number two. Number three, Denver Nuggets. A team that should make the playoffs, added to its roster, added a couple veterans to an already young core, not championship material yet, obviously, with Golden State lurking, but a team building. They're number three. Yes, they should make the uh, postseason. They would have made it last year in almost every other NBA season with 46 wins, so it's kind of an aberration that they didn't make it. Uh, they have an exciting young core. It's a tricky sport to try and win a title in because there's two or three teams every year that have a shot and everybody else is... Sort of the Washington Generals. They're just fodder to, to provide an, op- an opposition. But no, it's a team that should win 50 games, should compete for their division, uh, should have expectations to have home court advantage in the first round of the playoffs. So yeah, and they're neck and neck with the Avs. That's a, that's a close one. I almost, I almost have put the Nuggets above the Avs in terms of I think they'll finish in the top four of their conference. I'm not sure the Avs that that's realistic yet. But the Avs finished ahead of the Nuggets, given the way the the playoffs are a crap crapshoot in the NHL more so than the NBA. 
And that leaves the Denver Broncos number four, the only team we've mentioned here, who it would be a pleasant surprise, a surprise nonetheless, if they made the postseason. Can't say that about the other teams. Yeah, come Rockies, on. That's expected, expected right now. The, the, the Avs, that's an expectation. The Nuggets, expectation. Broncos, not so much. No, coming off a disastrous 5-11 and season, uh, signed a journeyman mediocre quarterback to hopefully bridge to whoever the future of the franchise is at that position, have a head coach with a ton of questions to answer. Um, the one thing that gives them a shot of making the playoffs, they're not in a very good division. If they were in a, in, you know, if they had a New England or a Pittsburgh or somebody like that or a Jacksonville in their division, they wouldn't have a shot. Look, you could, this could be like the Tebow year in 2011. Eight and eight might win the AFC West. It might. All right. We're going to take a break. When we come back, former Buffs head coach now calling the radio broadcast for the CU broadcast team. Gary Barnett will join us on the Vic Lombardi show. You're listening to Altitude 950. Coming September 17th, the landscape of Denver Sports Radio will be changed forever. From one Denver sports station to two, Altitude 950 elevates to its new FM partner, Altitude Sports Radio 92.5. You're on your way to the store, then boom, you're T-boned at 45 miles per hour. Instead of shopping, you're on your way to the ER. Then comes the doctor visits, prescriptions, therapy, diagnostics, ongoing treatment, and the limitations. You have range of motion problems. Then the ultimate insult. The insurance company makes you feel like the crash was your fault. You need a legal game plan. You want a legal game plan. At Bell & Pollock, we've used over 25 years of experience to develop a legal game plan just for you. Our game plan has injury rules, rules of treatment, rules of claims, insurance company rules, litigation rules, rules they use to beat you. Now you can have them and know them and use them to protect you and your family. Our Bell & Pollock legal game plan gives you the rules the insurance company doesn't want you to have or know or use. But guess what? We do. At Bell & Pollock, success is no accident. Find us at championsofthepeople.com. That's championsofthepeople.com. Get your free initial consult and your free legal game plan will help you. The Colorado Rapids take on Atlanta United FC on September 15th at Dick's Sporting Goods Park. And into the wall that is Tim Howard. Once again with a massive save. Bring your whole family no matter the size, courtesy of the Coca-Cola Family Plan. Starting at only $30, you get a ticket to the game, a meal, and a Coke. Oh my word! He scores with his left, he scores with his right, Edgar Castillo scores what he wants! Get your tickets now at coloradorapids.com. Is your car in need of some work? The last thing you can afford is to have your car break down on you. But you can't afford to get ripped off or be taken advantage of by some shady mechanic. That's why you should take it to Ken's Auto Service. Ken's Auto Service is family owned and operated on the northwest corner of Chambers and Mississippi. They're a AAA approved business that takes their code of ethics to heart. And their work has a three year, 36,000 mile parts and labor nationwide warranty. Find them online today at kensautoserviceinc.com. During Del- Dell's annual sale. Dell's small business is offering up to 40% off select PCs with Intel Core processors. Call 877-BY-DELL to speak with a small business technology advisor today. Are you embarrassed by your smile? Are you unable to eat the foods you love, afraid to laugh, afraid to live a normal life, even afraid to go out in public? Dr. Barrett's with Barrett's Dental here. I believe that you deserve a smile that you can be proud of so you can live your life the way you want, with the peace of mind that you can smile without embarrassment and that your mouth is healthy. At Barrett's Dental, we want to help you get your life back. 
I invite you to my office for a free consultation where you can find out for yourself if you are comfortable at Barrett's Dental. We offer total dental solutions, meaning we can handle all of your dental care in one convenient location without referring you all over town. If you feel safe at Barrett's Dental, it's the last place you'll need to visit to get the care you need. Is the condition of your mouth causing you to live a life of quiet desperation? Call me. I'll take great care of you. If you're looking for a safe place to take care of all your dental needs, call Barrett's Dental at 303-502-5523 or visit DenverDentist.com. Jokic for three. Dilly, oh Mile-high basketball tips off in Denver when your Nuggets host the Phoenix Suns on October 20th. Single-game tickets for the 2018-19 Denver Nuggets season are on sale now. Get your tickets to the biggest games of the season at Nuggets.com, the Pepsi Center box office, or by calling 303-287-DUNK. The Altitude 950 traffic update. The ramp from southbound I-25 to westbound I-76 is temporarily closed as crews are on scene clearing an accident. Traffic is brought to you by Nature Valley. Expect stop-and-go traffic, C-470 westbound bowls through to Morrison Road, northbound I-25, Castle Pines Parkway to Lincoln Avenue. When you unwrap a Nature Valley granola bar, you see granola because their ingredients are right there. The only thing you can't see, how much you'll love it. So, try Nature Valley. I'm Chris McLaughlin with traffic on Altitude 9. 50. Altitude 950, Denver's All Sports Station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. It is an ABC game. It is nationally televised. It is the renewal of a long standing rivalry. Bill McCartney made it a red letter game on the calendar. Let's see if you can. They can get back to that level because that was something else. It's CU Nebraska this Saturday in Lincoln. We welcome to the show on the hotline former CU head coach. Calls the action for CU Radio now, Gary Barnett. Coach, how are you, my friend? Vic, doing very well. Looking forward to this game like all of us older folks who enjoyed this rivalry for so many years. Yeah, I was thinking about this the other day. Most of these players, what, were 9, 10, 11 years old the last time these two teams met? How difficult is it for a coach to reinstill the vigor of a rivalry when you haven't played in a while? Uh, you can't do it. You know, there's no way. I mean, a Mac, uh, Coach McIntyre's had Bill McCartney come in. I think he had Chad Brown. He had uh, a, a number of former players up uh, just uh, either yesterday or today at practice talking about uh, – what it's like to play in this game, but you know it's it's got to be really in, in order for that to make any difference. It's got to be something that's really really important to the players. And and, and you know I uh, it, being around the the team as much as I am, you know I don't. They're trying to understand it. They're hearing it, but they don't get it yet. So and uh, maybe after playing them once and uh, and then getting them again at home next year, they'll have a little better feel for it. But I don't think there's any way you can make them feel the same way that the rest of us do. Well, let's uh, walk through history a little bit, shall we? Um, your team produced the biggest blowout uh, from a CU perspective, 62-36. I was at that game. Is that your fondest memory of the rivalry? Oh, well, you know, I, I don't know. Uh, I was I was there, you know, when we beat them in 86 for the first time in 19 years. Um, and then... You know, we beat them three times when I was the head coach, and and actually, 
the 62 to 36 is what we're all sort of known for, like you said. But, you know, the next year we had to win in a really tough situation with Robert Hodges going in there. And, you know, that was a pretty pretty big win. And then again in 2004 was a big win for us there. But I don't know. Any time you win there, I think I think the win there is always a little sweeter than the one yeah. that you win in Boulder. But uh you relish every one of them because there just wasn't enough of them. <laughs> you, you know what I'll never forget about 62-36, Coach? So you, you beat this team to a pulp on national television, and then just days later when they released the latest polls, they beat you by mere percentage points in the polls. I've never understood that. I just I couldn't I could not look in the mirror and say, how does that happen? Were you asking 0.05. the same question? Yeah, .05. So, you know, it uh, it came down to the loss at Fresno in the opening game, and uh, the, people just couldn't. Whoever was voting, uh, just couldn't get beyond it. And I, and I, I sort of understood it. It, it was a hard thing because I got the news right in the middle of our banquet, and I had to go in and announce at the banquet that we were not going to be playing for the national championship. So that was tough. But yeah, it's one of those things. It was it was really hard then. I sort of get it now though. All right, so uh, Scott Frost obviously bringing a lot of energy and expectation to Lincoln as the new head coach there. A game got canceled last week against Tulsa. Uh, what does it mean for a first-year coach, and how will those first few minutes of the game, if you're the Buffs, you know Nebraska's going to come out hard and heavy. You know that's going to happen. How do you how do you fight against that? Well, you got to survive the opening uh, uh, hoopla, and, you know, I – talked to the running backs when I was at practice on Tuesday, and I, that's just what I said. I said, there's going to be so much hoopla and so many things happening in that first quarter that, that you're not used to. I said, you just got to survive that. Just, you know, keep your head on straight. Put your head down. Play hard. Don't pay any attention to it. It's the best way to do it. And, um, you know, this staff, Scott's staff, they've, they've been around – uh, big games and come from behind and the flurry of excitement and the flurry of action that's going to happen early on. Um, you just have to, Mike has to just tell his guys, uh, and he will, that, uh, you know, just survive that and, it's, and then you settle down and it's just a regular football game. Um, and these two teams are really similar. They're going to play the same offense, the same defense. Um, you know, so it's, it's, uh, and, and they have all the film on, uh, Scott Frost team from when he was at UCF, so they've got a pretty good idea what's going to go on. But uh, uh, you just got to survive that first flurry, like you were saying. What, what is the Scott Frost team? I mean, uh, you, you've seen some of the tape, but what, what kind of fingerprints will he have on the Nebraska offense? Well, you know, I was around Scott when he, I was doing games at Oregon when he was a coordinator there, and, and I'll tell you, they're never out of a game. And um, no matter what the score looks like, that staff and Coach Frost has had the ability to just rally guys. And so this is going to come down to the last snap of the game, more than likely. And uh, it it did last year with in in their big games. Uh, it was it happened many times when he was at Oregon in tough games. So um, I just think that he's had sort of the ability to keep guys involved and in every single game, no matter what. Um, Coach, you're Mike McIntyre. 
you're making the trip back to Lincoln, and it's the first time these teams have met in quite some time. And I know Coach Mack's trying to do what he can to, you know, renew the rivalry. How do you coach this game? Is it going to be a run-heavy strategy, do you think, just to prevent making those big turnovers and big mistakes? No, they're going to they're going to play their game. They're going to come out fast, throw the ball around, distribute it, uh, just like they did last week. That's going to be who they are. And um, you know, it's you know what we don't know about this team yet is whether in a situation where they have to run the ball, can they run the ball? I think that's the big question mark for this team. But no, this is going to be a shootout. I think uh, I'd be surprised if 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 there wasn't sixty points or more scored in this game. And, wow. Um, between the two teams, so uh, I, I just think they're very, very similar in what they're trying to do on both sides of the ball. Former CU coach Gary Barnett on the hotline with us. I heard you during the broadcast last week and get CSU, and early in the game, you uh, you referenced uh, Lavisca Cheneau, and you said this is the best player on the field. And at that time, you got to understand, coach, we don't get to go to the practices and watch. I, I knew nothing about this kid at all besides the hype he came out of high school. And I heard you say that, I was like. Wow, really? Best player on the field? Well, you were right. He is something else. He's on another level. I mean, what makes him so special? You know, he's just, um, he's got really strong hands and he, 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 once he has the ball, he, he's a brute. I mean, he just plays, uh, so aggressively. Um, and he's, he's a violent runner. Uh, he's fast. He's faster than he looks. He's, you know, he, you look at him and you go, man, that guy is really put together. He, can he really be that fast? But he is. Um, and he's a real quiet, shy youngster. But I'm telling you what, uh, I'm not so sure that in most games that we play this year, he won't be the best football player on the field. Wow. When's the last time you could say that about a CU player? It's been some yeah, time. I don't know. Uh, I've only been get, doing the games for three years, so uh, I, I don't know. But this this kid's remarkable as an offense. Really, he could play anywhere he wants to play. Be a great outside linebacker. Which takes you back to when you know you were working for Coach Mack, and we're in the '80s and '90s now, and you're able to go into Texas, you're able to go into California, you're able to get these recruits that were destined to go to Bama and Texas. I mean, and that's what it back then you were getting handful of players from these these parts. Now it's slowly coming. What's it going to take to get those players to renew interest and see you again? You know, it's just gonna it's gonna take you know three or four years of. Of winning and showing you can win and being recognized on national and the national media. You know, one thing that really bothered me last week about our game is I watched, you know, we did our game on Friday night and I watched all those games the next day and listened to all the broadcasts and all the different national networks and I didn't hear our score mentioned one time, Vic. <laughs> um, so it, it's, you got to overcome that. You know, and 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 so it, we, we've got to be out there. Our name's got to be out there on Sports Center, and it's got to be out there on Fox, and it's got to be out there on all the national news, other than just in the state of Colorado. Well, I heard your radio broadcast. That's why I brought up your um, your description of uh, Lavisca, because the first two touchdowns uh, were missed on the national broadcast. The television yes. broadcast was still carrying the other game. Yes, yeah, I knew that, and that's too bad, and fans couldn't see it. Because that was a thing of beauty. Both of those two scripted, um, you know, downs were, were uh, series were perfect. Uh, by the way, before we say goodbye, Gary, uh, how is uh, Coach Mack doing? I know he, he made a stop at practice earlier this week and got him all fired up. But uh, how's he feeling? Where's his health? 
You know what? He, he's really healthy. He's healthy as a horse. He looks great. He's kept his weight down. He's, you know, he's active. Uh, so he, he's really, uh, he, he's really in good shape and, uh, he, he feels good. And so he's, uh, you know, he's, he's got a little, uh, uh, memory issue, but man, he, other than that, he really, really looks good. Well, he started this thing. He made, he made Nebraska, Colorado the rivalry that it is today. I can't wait to hear the call. You and Mark Johnson do a great job. Have a good time in Lincoln this weekend, coach. Hey, thanks, Vic. Look forward to this right. game. Thanks. Take care. That is, uh, former CU coach Gary Barnett as he makes the journey to Nebraska. Our boy Manchester's heading out tomorrow. What time are you heading out, Manchester? Are you taking the RV and the kids and everybody tomorrow morning? Uh, the RV hits the road this afternoon, Vic. Oh, yeah. wow. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, we got to make some stops along the way, but uh, I'll be in Lincoln late tonight uh enjoying all the festivities tomorrow and Saturday. It's going to be fun. Now, what kind what kind of RV is this? Is this the kind you attach to the back of a truck or no, one no. that you drive? No, no. I, I, well, I don't know for sure. Uh it's the Sasquatch. Uh What do you mean you don't know? I I'm not in charge of this department. And then I, you know, it's it's all in one though. It's like I'm I'll be like driving a big bus. That's what I'm going to be. I just hope it has a really obnoxious horn. That's kind of all I'm uh, looking for. I'm going to ask you a very stupid question. Go for it. Stupid. Do you have to have a special license to drive an RV? No, no, you don't need really? a C- you don't need a CDL. You just need a driver's license, and I'll be fine. I'm good. Don't worry about it. So been... anybody can pop behind the wheel of one of these big monsters. Yeah, I drove a 40 footer when I was like 14. My dad just was like, "Hey, you can take it. Huh. I'm good. That's good to know. We're all good." Uh, did listening to Coach Barnett get you going a little bit, huh? Yeah. How how cool is that? Yeah, very much so. And, and he's right. Like I've been at a lot of those, uh, big CU wins in Boulder. Uh, I've watched them lose, I think three times. I'm not, I might have been at the 2620 win, but I don't remember it that he was mentioning. So I'm going to say I wasn't. I got to see a win in Lincoln. That will, that will mean more to me than 62 to 36. Plus you look at their schedule. If they win on Saturday, this is a team that has a good shot of starting with 5-0, and 6-0, and and being on to something here and having the rise, too. Saturday is the linchpin game. It really is. I agree. I agree. It could set the table for an entire season. If yeah. they win on Saturday, you might see CU sneak into those rankings. Oh, definitely. And then they have you know New Hampshire, which is a game you should just roll, a bye week, and then a Friday nighter at home in Boulder against UCLA on September 28th. That is a great first month of the season. But again, it all comes down to Saturday in Lincoln, and uh, yeah, the juices are flowing after that interview. On the text line, uh, this one comes in. I owned a Husker store in Estes Park for years. Vic visited when he worked for CBS. I'll never forget when he tried to plant a mini CU helmet on one of my shelves. <laughs> I do remember that. Husker fans are everywhere, everywhere. So this guy's got all this Husker red in there, and I said, you know what, let's see if... Uh, See if he notices this. He noticed right away. We put it up there. He took it right down. It's it's a fun rivalry. I'll leave it at that. It's a fun rivalry. All right, when we come back, uh, more on that historic night at Coors Field. Trevor Story doing what's never been done before. You got the Vic Lombardi Show, Altitude 950. Here's what's in play on Altitude 950. Join Altitude 950 this Friday from 11 to 2 at Union Station as we celebrate the upcoming Colorado Avalanche season. Pick up an Avalanche magnet, take a photo of it, and post on social with hashtag AvsAllOver for your chance to win a trip to Las Vegas to see the Avalanche play on September 24th. Bernie will be handing out free ice cream, and you can meet the Avalanche Ice Girls. Get more info now at Altitude950.com.
Labor Day is here and it's time for incredible savings on appliances at Mountain High Appliance. Hi, I'm Brad Barnett, president of Mountain High Appliance. And if you're looking for the best deals on today's hottest appliances, then you've come to the right place. Check out our huge selection of French door refrigerators. So many styles and colors, you're sure to find just the right look for your kitchen. Looking for a new dishwasher? Then come see the latest models from Bosch. Every model is on sale. How about a new washer and dryer? We have the best selection from Whirlpool, Maytag, Samsung, Frigidaire, and more. Be sure to visit us at our brand new state-of-the-art showroom in Littleton. Years in the making, but worth the wait. Unlike anything you've ever seen. Stop by for amazing Labor Day deals all week. Get to Mountain High Appliance today and experience the difference. Open seven days a week. For hours and directions, visit mountainhighappliance.com. Littleton. Thank you. Cool 105 presents Cool Concert 2018 starring Rick Springfield. Live. Also starring Loverboy. With special guest Jim Blossoms and Tommy Two-Tone. Saturday, September 22nd, Pepsi Center. Reserve seats starting at just 10.50. On sale now at LiveNation.com and all Altitude ticket outlets. You've been injured in an accident. You think your insurance company is on your side. They're not. You need a legal game plan. Listen to the Bell and Pollock Legal Show Sunday morning at 7.30. As America's economy has evolved, so have apprenticeships. Today, they are meeting the needs of our economy in industries such as IT, healthcare, and financial services. In fact, these modern industries are employing adult, youth, and veteran apprentices, gaining a competitive advantage and developing the next evolution of America's workforce. To learn more, visit ApprenticeshipEvolution.com. Sponsored by the State of Colorado and aired in cooperation with the Colorado Broadcasters Association and this station. Hi, this is Jack Barland from Barland Classic Restoration. Our shop has been really busy this summer with people wanting to get their classics back on the road. In fact, we're so busy we need a new mechanic. We could also use a body technician. These are absolute dream jobs. You get to work on some of the most beautiful cars in the world. But you've got to be good. Contact us at FarlandCars.com if you're interested. That's FarlandCars.com. The road to success is paid with your new career at Brannon Sand and Gravel. Since 1906, they're one of the most respected concrete and construction companies. And Brannon is hiring right now. They need Class A and B CDL drivers and operators and laborers. They need you. Brannon offers competitive wages, a full benefits package, including matching 401K. Become a part of the Brannon team. Apply today at Brannon1.com. That's B-R-A-N-N-A-N, the number one, dot com. The Altitude 950 traffic update. There's an accident causing delay northbound I-225 past Alameda, clearing off the left two lanes, backing up traffic to Parker Road. Traffic is brought to you by Dell. The ramp from southbound I-25 to westbound I-76 is closed, stopping traffic back to the 112th Avenue Bridge. During Dell's annual sale, Dell Small Business is offering up to 40% off select PCs with Intel Core processors. Call 877-BY-DELL to speak with a small business technology advisor today. I'm Chris McLaughlin with traffic on Altitude 950. Altitude 950, Denver's all sports station. Text us at 30933 to join the show. You're listening to Altitude 950, soon to become 
Altitude 92.5. We are going FM radio, sports fans. FM later this month. 9.50 will continue to broadcast sports programming on a national level. Huge investment by our company in sports radio, obviously. Hoping to make them proud because we need two sticks. We now need two sticks to get the job done. As you well know, with the Nuggets, the Avs, the Rapids, the Mammoth, got a lot of properties that we carry. Uh, this will allow the opportunity for all to be heard, FM and AM. These shows, our shows, will be carried on the FM dial 92.5 starting September 17th. So, uh, welcome to the party. We're excited. I hope you are as well. Judging from the text line, a lot of people uh, on board. You're still going to be able to hear us via the app. Correct, Manchester? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> yep. That's correct, Vic. You make, you make sure of that. You make sure that sucker's all dialed in and ready to go. Uh, I'm going to go let with, me tell you uh, something. These things are no longer my responsibility. We're going to go yeah. with that. Well, when I'm walking from Fort Collins to Denver, and, and I'm walking down that lonely farm road, a lot of farm country, by the way, more than I thought, and I'm walking near Berthoud, and I got the app rolling. It's must. It's a must to have that app. If if I can't hear our broadcast in between Berthoud and Longmont, uh, I'm going to be calling you. No, it'll be uh, so. it'll be good to go. I'm sure there are people uh, frantically working to have everything ready to go in the next 11 yeah. days, and uh, they'll they'll be all set. Don't worry, you won't miss a minute of uh, of our content. Rockies 5, Giants 3. The Rockies sweep the Giants at home as now they embark on a seven-game homestand against the two teams giving chase. The Dodgers first, the Diamondbacks second. Guys, I was invited uh, Monday night to the Rockies-Diamondbacks game. My buddy Chris, who uh, runs the Infinity Shops, and he's got those Infinity seats up front. So you're going to see my mug up front to watch that game. I cannot wait. If you had told me, that I'd be at a Monday night Rockies game, a meaningful game, with the Rockies in the division lead this late in the season, where do I sign? It, Are you kidding me? Is this, uh, that's this year's, uh, show outing? We're all going and sitting there on Yeah, I appreciate Monday? the invite. I didn't that's realize awesome. that well, was you're not the on only, the table. Uh, Kyle's already crying because he wants to go, listen man, it's in a one person invite. Hey, you've had your it's fill of Kyle. I think yeah, we're, I, I, I think we're all Kyled out. <laughs> I agree, but I, you know, neither, none of you are going. None, put it this way, none of you are going. Well, the last thing I need is hashtag Toyota Talk sitting next to me. That would be perfect if he was sitting right there, getting on the screen like that. I think, I think no. Chris has got to have four tickets. Come on. The last time I went to a Rockies game with you guys, Jesse took his shirt off. Imagine. It was completely unnecessary. Imagine how well I could heckle the Diamondbacks from those seats. I mean, think about it. <laughs> think about the team. Think about the whole experience. I think this will be fantastic. I just hope that the Rockies are still in first place by Monday night because a lot can change. A lot can change in four days. Well, they're going to know. Dodgers they're going to go. In here. They're going to go into the weekend uh, against the Dodgers a game and a half up because the Dodgers do not uh, do not play today. So unless the only way they would not be in first place on Monday, Vic, is if they get swept by the Dodgers. If yeah. they win well, one game, they'll be a half a game up. So they only got to win one. What's crazy about this? What's crazy about this time of year? Even if they do get swept, obviously nobody wants that. It, it, the race doesn't end. It doesn't end at all. It just gets more interesting. It gets even more interesting because the Diamondbacks come back for four more after that. Well, but if you if the if the Rockies could sweep the Dodgers, 
and you're sitting there on it's September 10th, four and a it's half games over. up, it ain't over. Yeah, but you made five up in the loss column on the Dodgers. That's what it, I'm thinking. Go for the jugular this yeah. weekend. Kenley Jansen's not here. Yeah. Well, you like two of three. You don't like sweeps. We went over yeah. this yesterday. Although he enjoy, I think he enjoyed last yeah. night's win, but yeah, he won't admit we were right. Yeah, two out of three, baby. Two out of three, three out of four win series, and you're in the playoffs. It's a done deal. That's all I want. You're like the That's all I want. You're like the character in a like in an action movie who doesn't kill the yeah. villain, and then the villain keeps coming back. No, put him down. Thirty minutes into the movie, it's fine. Let's all get some popcorn yeah. and go home. I don't need to see the blood that early in the in the movie. Just wait for it. Let it let it happen. If John uh, McClain be- would have taken care of Hans Gruber the first time he met him on the roof, nobody would have been blown up at Nakatomi. It would have been a lot you, better. You mentioned this. You mentioned this earlier, and I I agree wholeheartedly with you. Will there be a hotter team or a team no one wants to face if the Rockies can survive this push in September and win this division? Given as contested as is there a team that's hotter and more dangerous than the Rockies in the playoffs? Probably not, and especially if Nolan Arenado gets back on track. I mean, he's eight of his last 63 since leaving the game injured. Well, and you're playing the Braves in the first round of the playoffs, most likely if you win the division. The Rockies have owned the Braves. The winner of the wild card game would play the Cubs. Dare we get greedy and say the NLCS is a very distinct possibility? Well, the, the other reason I'm, I'm, I'm very excited is because they got a pitching staff suddenly with three young guys who, when you put them out there, you expect to win. If you give the ball to Freeland, I expect to win. Marquez, give me a W. Well, that's John your Gray, that's your playoff rotation, Vic. Yeah, well, that's what makes this Rockies team unique, even different from the 2007 magical run. In 2007, listen, they didn't have three guys who you can expect to win each time out, right? I mean, they had Jeff Francis, he, he led the team. They they had the Dragon Slayer, they had young Ubaldo, who was very young at the time. It, it was a different staff. This staff, even at this age, is more mature and developed than that staff. Yes, no doubt. And, and the other part of it, and it's been the weakness all season long, but in the last two or three weeks, the, their bullpen has been very, very good. Ottavino, seemed, you know, he was good last night. He seems to have been back on track. Wade Davis, knock on wood, has uh, exercised his demons. Uh, saying one O was a nice addition. Scotty Oberg was great last night. He's been better. I mean, really the, the, the problem in the bullpen has been, um, Chris Russon and Jake McGee. Well, you get to the postseason and you have some guys who were starters who can now fill those roles if you need to. Uh, that problem goes away. So again, and I mentioned at the beginning of the show, and it's not trying to be Ned negative. It's actually a positive if you read it, it the, the right way and, and listen to it the way I intend. The biggest problem with this team right now, is Nolan Arenado. He's struggling mightily, and if he gets right, look out. He's been struggling since the shoulder issue, which arose a few weeks back, and he took a day off, and issues throwing from third to first, shook it off, continues to play. He's playing with an injury, guys, and I think he's enough of a warrior to play through injury. But it's pretty obvious that it's impacted not only the way he feels, but the way he swings. But what do you do about it? Well, if you're Bud Black, got a day off today, you got the Dodgers coming to town for three, followed by the Diamondbacks. What do you do about it? You tell Arnaldo you're going to take a week off? Not at this time of year. That's not happening. No. No, and I mean it's it's too late in the year to give him the the DL stint to try and get him right. I mean, you just you got to try and work your way through it and play your way through it. But yeah, it's it's been a struggle. You had to pick one Rockies player to start a team right now, who would it be? Nolan Arnaldo. You'd still take Nolan over Trevor. Yeah. 
Yeah, he's done, it more, he's done it more consistently. Yeah, you got to take Nolan, but uh, Corey Sullivan's comments that Trevor Story may be the best player on the Rockies are coming more and more true by the, as each game goes on. So I'd say Nolan for now, but ask me again in a week. It's amazing how the reputation of one Trevor Story has changed so dramatically. A year ago, you mentioned Trevor Story, and it's a hit and miss, right? Guy who swings wildly, too many Ks, um, is pretty good in the field, but not great. I mean, now now he's a 5 tool player. Now, not, not only can he hit for power, not only can he hit for average, he's around 300, not only can he field his position, not only does he have a strong arm, he can steal bases. And that's the one thing that Arenado cannot do. That's the one advantage Trevor Story has. When he gets on the base paths, look out. Yeah, no doubt he's going to be the first 30-30 guy in six years in Major League Baseball. And you wouldn't take him number one? No. I would take Nolan okay. Arenado, who's four for his last 35. It's a great debate. It's a great debate. Uh, when we come back, a story by Robert Klemko. You've heard him on our show. We've had him on as a guest. He writes for SI.com. Very interesting look at John Elway's endless search for an elite quarterback. If you have not read this, I advise you go through it during this break. There's a lot of nuggets in this story that uh, we need to talk about. Some news, I, I, some information I was not aware of. As John Elway continues his search, and the Paxton Lynch thing didn't work out. That experiment did not work. Why didn't it work? And what quarterback did his father want back in 2001? Jack, who was a scout for the Broncos back then, he had his eyes on a certain QB who was destined for the Hall of Fame. More on that coming up on the Vic Lombardi Show. Wyoming Cowboys football fell to 1-1 one and one after their home opening loss to Washington State last Saturday afternoon. The Cowboys' non-conference schedule doesn't get any easier Saturday night. Have a day, baby! When Wyoming hits the road to take on the 1-0 Missouri Tigers of the SEC at Memorial Stadium in Columbia, Missouri. A lot of football. Hey, wake up, man! Let's go! It's Wyoming Missouri College football. Get on that board, baby, let's go! Saturday at 5 on 92.5 The Wolf. Hey there, Denver. It's your boy, Ryan Harris. Are you feeling the aches and pains of growing older? Do your knees and back ache? Well, my friends, I've got a solution for you, and it is the Center for Spine and Orthopedics. Listen, after my 10-year NFL career, I had plenty of aches and pains that I just needed fixed if I was going to live a happy life. And one of the ways I did so while avoiding surgery was through stem cell therapy. I had stem cells placed in my knee, and I was, in fact, able to continue to play in the NFL for one more year. The Center for Spine and Orthopedics offers the best in stem cell therapy. They are an independent physician-owned office that has MRI on the premises. That means lower costs and less time. And if you need something beyond stem cells, they have over 40 years of collective experience with knee, elbow, back, and neck surgeons who can help you live pain-free. So give my friends a call at 303-287-2800. That's 303-287-2800. Or visit them online at centerforspineandortho.com. If you thought all sports bars were the same, well, then you haven't been to the neighborhood Hilltop Tap House in Parker. The Hilltop is the only bar in Parker with the Pac-12 network on dozens of TVs, so no matter where you sit, you can catch all the action. And on Sundays, the Tap House has all the pro games. Yeah, enjoy a pregame breakfast with their incredible Ultimate Bloody Mary Bar. Ghost peppers and bacon, anyone? The Hilltop in Parker. Off of Parker Road and Hilltop, if the lot's full in the front, you can always park in the back. But come park it for football all season long at the Hilltop in Parker. Hey, Abs fans, it's Mark Mosier, voice of your Colorado Avalanche. The kid has got to break away and shoots and scores! 
price of a cup of coffee per day, you can get season tickets for your Colorado Avalanche with an Icebreaker membership. Visit ColoradoAvalanche.com for more information and go ads. And the building is on fire at Pepsi Center. Are you embarrassed by your smile? Are you unable to eat the foods you love, afraid to laugh, afraid to live a normal life, even afraid to go out in public? Dr. Barrett's with Barrett's Dental here. I believe that you deserve a smile that you can be proud of so you can live your life the way you want, with the peace of mind that you can smile without embarrassment and that your mouth is healthy. At Barrett's Dental, we want to help you get your life back. I invite you to my office for a free consultation where you can find out for yourself if you are comfortable at Barrett's Dental. We offer total dental solutions, meaning we can handle all of your dental care in one convenient location without referring you all over town. If you feel safe at Barrett's Dental, it's the last place you'll need to visit to get the care you need. Is the condition of your mouth causing you to live a life of quiet desperation? Call me. I'll take great care of you. If you're looking for a safe place to take care of all your dental needs, call Barrett's Dental at 303-502-5523 or visit DenverDentist.com. Is your car in need of some work? The last thing you can afford is to have your car break down on you. But you can't afford to get ripped off or be taken advantage of by some shady mechanic. That's why you should take it to Ken's Auto Service. Ken's Auto Service is family-owned and operated on the northwest corner of Chambers in Mississippi. They're a AAA-approved business that takes their code of ethics to heart. And their work has a three-year, 36,000-mile parts and labor nationwide warranty. Find them online today at kinsautoserviceinc.com. The Altitude 950 traffic update. The ramp is closed from southbound I-25 to westbound I-76 due to an accident. Southbound I-25 is backed up to 112th. Traffic is brought to you by Nature Valley. There's an accident northbound 225 past Alameda clearing off the left side of the highway. This is jam-packed traffic to Parker Road. When you unwrap a Nature Valley granola bar, you see granola because their ingredients are right there. The only thing you can't see, how much you'll love it. So, try Nature Valley. I'm Chris McLaughlin with Traffic. Traffic on Altitude 950. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. Welcome back, Vic Lombardi Show, Altitude 950. James Merrillat, Will Peterson, and Vic in Broomfield. Trying to uh, connect with him. That sounds like a caller. Let's go to Vic in Broomfield. Vic, what do you got for us? Well, it's funny the Super Eight, you know, for for him saying this hotel today was so much nicer. Well, Super Eight had a better internet connection. Uh, they definitely did, and Super Eight got a lot more plugs because that's because I don't think he knows the name of the hotel he's staying in. It's one of those swanky boutique kind of places. Well, we'll try to get Vic back if we can't. Uh, you know what? Just start walking, dude. Everyone wants to see you at the Pepsi yeah, Center anyway. Just finish this thing, please. Uh, he did tease it though, Manchester. You and I both read it. This article by Robert Klemko, phenomenal. Uh, really good behind the scenes peek at John Elway. One of the more extensive profiles I can ever remember John Elway doing. Klemko talked to, uh, you know, his former teammate Mark Schlereth about it. He talked to his son. Jack Elway, uh, he spoke to a lot of people, and there's a lot of layers to this to sort of peel. Let's start with this. John is so competitive that he's uncomfortable to watch not only Broncos games with, 
but he was uncomfortable to watch high school football games with. Like he, he, that's what really stood out to me. And, and you figure the guy's competitive, obviously. He's been a part of three Super Bowls, but just some of the quotes, uh, and, and I think we've got Vic back here, but just some of the quotes about yeah. how, like, Schlereth, Vic said, John, yeah. they, he couldn't even watch a creek game with him. It was that uncomfortable. Guys, it always goes back to the tenet that everybody seems to uphold in pro sports, that it's very hard, very difficult for an elite athlete, a Hall of Fame athlete, to coach or run a team because the expectations are vastly different because they already know what it takes inherently, and it's hard to teach that. It's hard to transfer that. It's hard to scout that. Some of the best scouts of all time, some of the greatest coaches of all time, it's been the grinders. The guys who had it tough, the guys who weren't that good at the game, at the sport. When you're that good, when you're Wayne Gretzky. Yeah. Yeah. When you're Wayne Wayne Gretzky. Gretzky. No, and there's a part in there where he was, you know, they talk about how John was the natural, right? Like when he came out of, uh, Stanford, he was just the guy with, with, he was the perfect quarterback, right? In terms of prospect, in terms of ability, in terms of physical tools. Uh, and John is trying to find that. Uh, but not only was Elway that, not only was he athletic and could move around and run, not only did he have a, a, an arm unlike few we've seen in the in the NFL, but he was also a guy that had that work ethic, had that drive, had that competitiveness. So he's tried to find it with Brock Osweiler and Paxton Lynch, two guys with big arms, and in, in Paxton Lynch's case, athletic, could move around, they just weren't wired the way John was. That's the difference. And, you know, you see it. You were talking about it, HW. You see that the way John is wired by the way he's been after he's been done playing. He's still wound up. He's still competitive. A couple of things I found encouraging, and I've given John Elway credit for this multiple times on this show, and people don't like to remember when I say things positive about him, but I say a lot positive about him. Um, I like the fact that John Elway's been able to adapt, Right. After the 2013 season, when they got beaten the Super Bowl, he's like, man, we need more team speed. They transformed that defense in two years to where two years later, it was the best defense in football. They were flying all over the field, and they won a Super Bowl primarily because of their defense. That's changing tactics. Change tactics heading into this year's draft, where instead of just going for guys who had great numbers, great uh, measurables, speed, strength, that kind of thing, it was, hey, we're looking more for character, too. So a bunch of guys who were team captains, right? Now all of a sudden this draft class everybody's raving about, that's the big difference. Changing his approach, not being stubborn. Um, he talked in there in his relationship with his son in terms of uh, how John has become more patient later in life, uh, more willing to listen to other people. I, I like that attribute in a leader, someone who just doesn't think they know everything isn't just set in his ways of, hey, it's my way or the highway. It's, hey, we're, I think this is the direction we should go. We're going to go this way. I'm going to lead us that way. And if we're going down the wrong path, I'm not going to be Clark W. Griswold and jump the family truckster off the, the road when the when when it comes to an end. I'm going to turn around, go a different direction, and try and find the right way out of here. That, to me, is a, is a good leader. That's encouraging to me. I think it's a little troubling how much trouble he's had drafting, not only quarterbacks. He's selected two guys who have made a Pro Bowl. Two. Von Miller, who was the second pick in the draft. You couldn't miss in that draft unless you took a quarterback. Von Miller and Julius Thomas. That's it. Trevor Simeon doesn't count because he made it like as the ninth alternate and didn't even go play. Two. So he's had trouble drafting in general, and he's really had trouble finding a quarterback. John Lynch in this in this article talks about how he can't scout safeties. 
because he doesn't know how to evaluate that position without looking at it overly critical and looking at it the way he looked at himself. Maybe John just can't scout quarterbacks because they've been unable to find one during his tenure as GM. Here to me was the most interesting part of the Clemco article. I'll just read it to you, and you're going to feel all validated, so you'll be happy. Seven years after he convinced Peyton Manning to come to Denver and three years after Manning in a historically outstanding defense brought the city its third Super Bowl title, the Broncos are looking for a quarterback again. In the meantime, two seasons have essentially been lost. John Elway is looking for an arm and, more importantly, the brain to go with it. Yeah. Two it, seasons have essentially been lost, I think, is the line you'll like there. It's totally right. And that's a national writer saying it. It's a road, The last two years have been a road to nowhere. And, you know, quite frankly, if they'd have played Paxton Lynch uh, coming off the Super Bowl, played him as a rookie, they probably would have wound up in the same spot they're at now. But I think you would have found out more. I, I think you would have gotten a, a chance to see what that kid could do before all the baggage just sort of landed on him. Um, but yeah, Trevor Simeon was never going to lead them to another Super Bowl ever. And, and we're hearing there's not a day goes by. You don't pick up the newspaper and, or, or read a, a story online and see somebody throw that, that kid under the bus of how, Hey, yeah, now we finally have a court. Yesterday it was Vance Joseph. We finally have a quarterback. I believe in. All right. Well, the, why did they, why did they ever go down that route? I mean, I, I screamed about it two years ago. Mark Sanchez would have been a better option. Mark Sanchez was a guy who outplayed Trevor Simeon in the preseason. He got sacked twice in Chicago, fumbled twice when it was no fault of his own, playing behind backup offensive linemen who didn't even make the team, and their starting offensive line was terrible. So how bad was their backup offensive lineman? And they cut him because it was saving $5 million. They inexplicably went with a a kid who had never thrown an NFL pass to go defend a Super Bowl championship. It was a joke. It was ridiculous. And the last two years, they haven't had a guy back there who's capable. Here's what John himself said. Everybody's got to have hope, and the quarterback gives your team hope. You have to know that if you're all, if we're all having a bad day, that guy can keep you in the game and give you an opportunity to win. I think we lost hope, and when you lose hope, you get down and you keep making mistakes. 100% true. And that was the problem with Trevor Simeon. And John talks about it, or it talks about in this article, you got to have a guy with the arm and you got to have a guy with the brain. It's the, it's the argument Vic and I go round and round about. Right? I think it's physical tools. He thinks it's smarts. I think you have to have both. My point is, I don't think you can be good if you only have the brain. You can, you can get by if you only have the talent. Brett Favre did it for the first half of his career. Um, and the fact that they had a guy out there, Trevor Simeon, unless it went perfect, right? It wasn't, it wasn't going to work out. He didn't give him hope. He couldn't carry the team. Mm -hmm. I'm not convinced Case Keenum can carry the team either. I think this team right now, is what they were offensively when they had Brian Greasy as the quarterback. If if everything goes well, and the Mike Shanahan offense back then and the Billy Moose offense now, and you string together ten plays where you don't have any negative plays, you don't have any, you don't fumble a snap, you don't get sacked, you don't have a drop ball, nothing puts you in a tough down and distance, you're constantly in second and six, third and two, okay, they'll move the ball. But how often does that happen? And you know when it never happens? It doesn't happen late in the game when you're down four with a minute 30 to play and you need to go the length of the field and get a touchdown. It ain't going to happen at that point. That's what Case Keenum is. As long as it's on schedule, it's going to be fine. A lot of other good stuff in this article that you're going to want to read it. Check it out, SI.com. Another quote from Terrell Davis that really jumps out. It's hard for competitive people when they can't control the outcome. When you watch a Broncos game around him, you can see the worry and concern. I think it eats him up that he can't control what's happening on the field. 
Mark Schlerer says, I'm out there spectating a high school game, and he's out there with great angst watching it and actually coaching from the stands. I'm like, settle down, dude. That's just the way he's wired everything he did. He did it that way. Uh, a lot of stuff that we could have guessed, but also just a peek behind the curtain that uh, it'd be fascinating to watch a Broncos game with John Elway. And to your point, Manchester, the last two years watching a Broncos game with him would have been can you imagine him watching watching the game with John when Philly's hanging a 50-burger uh, on him, like you like to say? But, see, that's what you want. That's what you want. I don't want the guy who takes that fine. I don't want the guy who goes, ah, we'll get him next Sunday. I don't. I, it, it, it's, I want the guy who, you know, John didn't literally do this, but it, figuratively speaking, I want the guy who's chucking a chair across the room, who just is that upset about losing that week. That's the guy I want. And so that's why I think he's the right guy for the job. He's got the competitive fire, and he's willing to change and adapt. Um, but he's going to have to because they have to figure out the quarterback situation because I don't think they have. And, you know, I thought the final line in the entire story was interesting um, because it was Elway and he was talking about his son. He was talking about the quarterbacks who've come through here. Football's not for everybody. I think that quote summarizes Paxton Lynch to a T. Mm-hmm. Right? Football chose Paxton Lynch. Paxton Lynch didn't choose football. Yeah, He's got the skill set to do it. He just doesn't have the passion for it, at least by all accounts. They have to find that guy who's got the skill set and the passion for it. That's what made John a great player. It's what he's been unable to find to fill that position. Vic teased it uh, the, uh, before he uh, before we lost him. The quarterback John's father wanted the Broncos to take, Drew Brees coming out of Purdue. Pretty interesting stuff. All right, we got Travis Heath hanging out on the warm line. We'll talk to him about a quick reset. Vic Lombardi Show, Altitude 950. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. This is the home of the Colorado Rapids. Coming up on Saturday, the Colorado Rapids will be in Portland to take on the Timbers. Kickoffs at 8.30 with Connor Cape on the call. KKSE, Parker, Denver, home of the Colorado Rapids, the Denver Nuggets, and the Colorado Avalanche. Denver's all-sports station, Altitude 950. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. Welcome back, Vic Lombardi Show, Altitude 950. James Merrill, Will Peterson getting you to the finish line as Vic and Kyle get to the finish line today on their 82-mile walk. You can meet them at Pepsi Center tonight at 6 p.m. want to thank the fine folks at UC Health setting this all up and everyone who's donated helping out Kroenke Sports Charities. All right, let's go to the warm line, bring in the good doctor, Travis Heath. Travis, we'll start with Vic himself. Uh, what is the psychology behind walking three marathons in three days, and how does someone pull it off? It seems like Vic and Kyle are about to pull off what we thought uh, they may not be able to get done. It's impressive, man. Well, I think uh, I think each person has, like, to get through something like that, you have to find your own motivation, right? Like, I don't, I don't know if there's a uh, universal way of conquering something like that, but maybe, like, for a lot of athletes, for example, uh, someone doubting them or large groups of people doubting them turns out to be just the motivation they need. So maybe you uh, busting their chops a little, um, you know, can can push them towards the finish line. But I, you know, what I've found over the years is it's really unique to the individual. They have to find their own motivation to do something like that. And marathons, for example, I mean, those are like our bodies aren't designed to do that, right? Like our body's not designed to run 26 miles in four hours or whatever people are doing it in, nor are they designed to walk. How, how many miles are they walking in three days? 82 miles in three days to raise awareness for the Nuggets and Avalanche, as Kyle Keefe would put it. 
Well, the cause is a worthy one. I love, I love that cause. Um, but yeah, I mean, our bodies aren't designed to do that either. It would be, you know, it'd be interesting to interview them about their, uh, motivation because I'd be curious. Um, like I, I wonder if each of them have their own motivations that might be different from the other. Like that would be a fun thing to uh, inquire about. Speaking of motivation, uh, a, a guy has uh, been sent packing out of town who, uh, at least by all accounts, was lacking in some motivation, and that and that's Paxton Lynch. I want to break down the, the situation a little bit, and I don't want to give a guy excuses because, look, there's all sorts of tough situations in pro sports. They're getting paid to be um, professionals and, and do their job. But does yeah. Paxton Lynch get any sort of, I don't know, a break from the standpoint of three offensive coordinators in three years? Um, not a lot of, I don't know, moral support. I mean, he was down there all training camp having to listen every single day to his teammates talk about how, thank God we actually have a competent quarterback here. I'm still yeah. in the room, guys. I'm still here. Uh, it, yeah. Obviously, the, the pick didn't work out, but I don't know that Paxton Lynch was put in a great situation to succeed. Yeah, I, I mean, from the outside looking in, I don't think he was put in a great situation to succeed. And I've been saying this in any sport about draft picks for a long time. I feel like I've been shouting at the clouds mostly, but I think some teams are starting to realize this. There's a combination of factors. It's not just like what, what happens if a guy doesn't work out is the draft pick gets called a bust. And to me, the bust is uh, bigger than just the draft pick. It's an organizational bust. Like, when you're taking guys, especially quarterbacks, I mean, you have to consider the systems that are around them. And when I say systems, I don't just mean the offensive system, although that's one of them, you know, mentioning three offensive coordinators in three years, but also just the different systems that are set up to sort of, um, boy, football players aren't going to like this word, but to sort of nurture that young quarterback, right? Um, You know, like what I mean by that is, who are the coaches that you have? What are the uh, sort of psychological systems you have available? Um, what are you doing? At, like, what is your system of educating players, both on the football field, but away from the football field around life and so forth? Like, I don't even know if the whole video game thing is true with Paxton Lynch. They like to play video games too much or whatever it was. But like, if, if that truly is an issue, and I, I'm just speculating right now as to if it actually is or not, but if it truly was an issue, I mean, you should have systems that are ready to sort of uh, take that kind of thing on, right, so that you can you can help a guy understand, okay, if you're up until 3 in the morning, like here's what's happening to your body physiologically the next day, right, when you're not getting enough sleep. Like, for example, an athlete that I know and had worked with, Kevin Love, uh, in Minnesota, he, w- he worked his butt off for two summers in succession, right, but he wasn't losing the weight that he wanted to lose, and his body wasn't sort of getting to the place he wanted it to be. But he was eating right, he was exercising, it was befuddling. But what he wasn't doing was sleeping. He wasn't on a consistent sleep schedule. You got him on a consistent sleep schedule and the weight started to come off. That was sort of the last piece that he needed. And I just bring that up as an example of, like, the systems that are around a player. You know, you you can't expect young guys to know all of this. You can't expect young guys to know, oh, like, i got to get my rest. That sounds so obvious to us as we get older. But, you know, not everyone knows that. And so... No, I don't think it all falls on Paxton Lynch. I think there's a culmination of factors. Now, in closing on that, will you know, will the fans see it that way? No, I mean, he'll get called a bust. That's that's just sort of what we do in sports. We call the player a bust, which to me is a woefully insufficient explanation most of the time. Yeah, no, I, I'm I'm with you. And look, any time that, that somebody doesn't live up to their potential, 
the number one person to blame is that person. I, I agree with that, and Paxton Lynch should be number one on the list. But he's not the only guy at fault here, and I agree with you from a system standpoint. I look at you know what the Cowboys did with Dak Prescott when they had to go with him as a rookie because Tony Romo got injured. They didn't just have him run Tony Romo's offense. They adapted the system for his skills, what he knew at that point, uh, and, and and tried to put him in a position to succeed. We saw it here in Denver in 2011. Against the Lions yeah. in his second start, the Broncos tried to have Tim Tebow run the Kyle Orton offense. They lost 45-10 to 10 at home. In a span of a week, they scrapped it, ran what he ran at Florida, and went on this magical run. I think it's inexcusable to me that the Broncos didn't at least try Paxton Lynch in a situation running an offense that he was capable of running, and we saw it in the final preseason game. I get it. It's against a bunch of the guys that aren't playing in the league anymore, but he's also playing with a bunch of guys who aren't in the league anymore. He threw 15 passes, 12 of which were out of shotgun. He was 14 of 15, 128 yards and two touchdowns. We saw a glimpse of what he could have been, and it was a failure on the Broncos' part not to at least try him in that situation and see if he could find some success. Yeah, I don't, I don't disagree. I mean, like to me, uh, what I've always thought is a major sign of a great coach is that they adapt to what they have. Like, great coaches don't, you know, don't have a system that they force pieces to fit into. Great coaches create systems around pieces. And like you see this, you see this in any sport, like in the NBA, you know, everyone talks about the triangle offense, the triangle offense. It was this revolutionary offense from Tex Winter. Well, look at Tex Winter's uh, record as a, as a head coach in college. It's like remarkably mediocre. I, I think he was at like UC Riverside and places like this. He was like 13 and 14, you know, and 12 and 18. And like, so how good was the triangle offense then? Like the triangle offense was great with certain players, right? You have to take the personnel and you have to mold it. And like Phil Jackson, he changed that offense, right? When it was Shaquille O'Neal and Kobe Bryant versus when it was Michael Jordan. Like this is what great coaches do. And I'm not sure the Broncos have a great coach at this time. Maybe he'll turn into a great coach. Also, you know, what, how is the front office, what sort of, um, what sort of influence is the front, front office having on all of this process, right? So I don't, like, it just makes no sense to me if you're going to, if you're going to have a player or a group of players and you're going to try to force the proverbial square peg into a round hole. Like, to me, that's, it's almost like common sense, you know? The good Dr. Travis Heath, our guest here on the Vic Lombardi Show on Altitude 950. All right, Travis, we got to bounce over to the Rockies. Uh, Kyle Freeland has entered the Cy Young conversation. Trevor Story is now in the MVP conversation. What would it mean yeah. if either of those guys could win one of those awards? And would it mean that the uh, bias is shifting a little bit away from the Rockies, especially because it's a pitcher doing it at 20th and Blake? Shouldn't Freeland get bonus points if we're going to hold that park against the hitters? Yeah, that's a great point. Well, I'm always confused as to how that standard doesn't shift both ways, right? Like, I mean, if you're going to subtract points from Arenado and Story, well, then you have to give points to Freeland. I think that's a great point. Uh, you know, honestly, I mean, don't get me wrong. I hope one of those guys wins the MVP. I hope Freeland gets recognition. I, that, that would be great. But I think if the Rockies can win a division, like, to me, that's the thing they really have to do. That You know, 25-some years now, whatever it's been, of, um, you know, never winning a division. And so this is the division is just right for the taking this year. And I think if they can do that, you know, maybe that can get that proverbial monkey off their back and they can start to change that story a little bit. Because if you win divisions consistently because, you know, because you have some sort of advantage, well, fi- I mean, look, man, 
the Red Sox have won 96 games or whatever their number is at. I mean, you don't think they have an advantage with that left field fence at Fenway? I mean, like, like to me, that's the thing about baseball is, like, naturally just – well, it's not natural, but the way it's been created is it's not equal. Every ballpark's different, right? And they, they change the dimensions. And then, like, at Petco, they've moved the fences in because it was hard to hit home. Like, so I don't understand why everyone moans about all of these advantages that the Rockies supposedly have because – you just change it. Like, you can just change your ballpark at any time. So every team has built-in advantages. So I think if the Rockies can win a division and they can start to do that consistently, uh, you know, that maybe the story starts to change that, oh, this is a good organization that sort of is doing things the right way and is consistently winning. It's not – they don't have an advantage because of the altitude. Like, that's not why they're winning or losing. Well, I like that point. You can kind of crush that narrative by winning division titles. What a better time to start than right now – get it done this season all right travis appreciate your time as always we'll talk to you next week all right fellas take care thank you you too travis heath the good doctor here on the vic lombardi show on altitude 950 i like his point you want to squash the narrative of baseball at altitude just start winning divisions exactly yeah exactly i mean it's the best way to uh you know hey we don't wear a flyover state nobody's paying attention to us uh, yeah, if you turn into the best team in baseball, they will. If you turn into the best team in the NBA, they will. If you turn into the best team in the NHL, they will. Why do people pay attention to a football team in the in a flyover state? Because the Broncos historically mm-hmm. are a contender. They've been to eight Super Bowls. They've won three world titles. They had John Elway and they had Peyton Manning, two of the five to ten best quarterbacks in the history of the league. That's how you get noticed. Why do the Indianapolis Colts get attention for a decade and a half? Because Peyton Manning played there. I mean, it's it's not that hard. Stop complaining about not getting attention. Do something to garner attention. You know what people would pay attention to? A Rockies Cubs NLCS and a Rockies Red Sox World Series. Yeah, that's a pretty good way to get on the map. Exactly. Yeah. Rockies Cubs would be a fantastic NLCS, and it would put you center stage and a chance to answer all those questions and squash that narrative once and for all. We'll see. They're a game and a half up. Trevor Story goes bananas last night. Vic Lombardi. On his way to the Pepsi Center, along with Kyle Keefe, go meet him. You got his show on Altitude 950. Home of the Rapids, the Nuggets, the Avalanche, and Denver's best sports talk all day long. Altitude 950. That's what they came to see. I weighed 329 pounds. I was a heart attack waiting to happen. I got Andrew 400. It makes me not so hungry. I started noticing more energy. I noticed my belly was starting to shrink up. I started seeing weight come off. 80-some pounds. I went from 330 to 245. For a 56-year-old guy to lose that much weight, it took something, brother. I feel great. I feel like I was when I was 35 years old. That was Ruben. Now listen to what Josh says about Andro 400. Well, I'll tell you, man, that stuff really works. It was insane. I've heard the commercials walk for a decade. I was like, oh, I'm just going to try it. My pants are, like, falling off. It really works. I bought suits last year for my new job, and they're falling off of me. It's insane. Guys, if you want to lose belly fat, gain energy, strength, and muscle, and look and feel years younger. Try Andro 400, the safe, natural, and affordable way to boost your testosterone. Go to andro400.com or call 888-400-0435. That's 888-400-0435. andro400.com. Hey, Avs fans, it's Mark Mosier, voice of your Colorado Avalanche. He's scored! For the price of a cup of coffee per day, you can get season tickets for your Colorado Avalanche with an icebreaker membership. There's a dog pile on the captain. A dog pile. 
He threw it from inside of his own blue line. Visit ColoradoAvalanche.com for more information and go at. Is your husband still driving trucks for a living? Yeah, but he just changed companies. He's working for Safeway now and is back home with me and the kids at the end of every shift. Uh, I wish my husband was home more. He's literally gone for weeks at a time. Why doesn't he apply at Safeway? They started my husband out at $25.56 per hour with the potential to earn a $12,500 bonus. Do you have a family member or friend driving trucks and they want more time at home? Tell them about the opportunity to drive for Safeway Distribution Center located at Colorado Boulevard and I-70. They only need Two years of all-season or mountain driving experience with tractor-trailer equipment and a Class A CDL. Safeway is a company you can retire from. Plus, the pay, health benefits, and retirement plan are all outstanding. The starting pay for drivers is $25.56 per hour. And if you apply today at SafewayDenverDC.com, you could receive a potential bonus of up to $12,500. For job requirements and to apply, log on to SafewayDenverDC.com. Must be 21 years of age. Safeway is a drug-free workplace and an equal opportunity employer. Jokic for three. Mile High Basketball tips off in Denver when your Nuggets host the Phoenix Suns on October 20th. Single game tickets for the 2018-19 Denver Nuggets season are on sale now. Get your tickets to the biggest games of the season at Nuggets.com, the Pepsi Center box office, or by calling 303-287-DUNK. The Army National Guard is committed to keeping the country safe and our communities secure. Composed of hundreds of thousands of citizen soldiers from all walks of life and in every corner of America, the Guard is always ready to respond to local or national emergencies. The Army National Guard reacts to domestic operations in each of America's 54 states and territories, including Puerto Rico, the Virgin Islands, Guam, and the District of Columbia. Each state National Guard's unique domestic role is to act as the first line of defense in support of civil authorities in their state. The Guard's emergency responses include Search and rescue missions for floods, combating wildfires, hurricane and tornado recovery, and the presidential inauguration. The Army National Guard. We are always ready. We are always there. And in every state and territory, we stand guard for our communities. To learn more, log on to NationalGuard.com. Sponsored by the Colorado Army National Guard. Aired by the Colorado Broadcasters Association at this station. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. What made headlines? The big story we're following this morning. What caught everyone's attention? The big news right now. Brought to you by Johnson Auto Plaza, where first-time buyers become lifetime customers every day. Well, the big news, Manchester, is Trevor Story hits three home runs last night, including the longest one ever, 505 feet at Coors Field. Rockies win 5-3, get the sweep, game and a half up in the division. That's the remarkable part of it, is it was the longest home run in the history of that building. Opened in 1995. Think about all the guys who've hit shots there, pre-Humidor, all the home runs that were hit out of that place last night. The longest home run in the history of Coors Field, a 505-foot moonshot um, that hit people standing in line at Helton Burgers to buy singles. <laughs> we'll get back to the Rockies next segment. Plenty more Broncos talk, too. But for now, let's do our Power 5 question of the day. What can we not get enough of today? So hot right now. Let's dive into the Power 5. Brought to you by Johnson Auto Plaza, where first-time buyers become lifetime customers every day. 
All right, so Manchester, explain to the good people of Denver, Colorado, what you are about to embark on this weekend. Well, I'm uh, heading down to Littleton to meet some random guy named Brad with two Ds. <laughs> like a straight shooter? Brad. Uh, I'll be renting his RV for the weekend. Um, I'll be making the trek from here to Lincoln. Um, going to Memorial Stadium on Saturday, 2.30 uh, kickoff in Lincoln, watching the Buffs and the Huskers. Uh, and then uh, getting in my RV bright and early on Sunday morning to trek home in time to watch the Broncos game. So I will be RVing to Lincoln, Nebraska for uh, Colorado versus Nebraska. Big game on Saturday. It's going to be a ton of fun. Yeah, it sounds like a good time. Hit us up 30933 and let us know the college road trip you want to do. What college town in America are you dying to get to? Because Manchester, as much as you hate the Huskers, you have admitted Lincoln is a fun place to throw a few back. It, it, it's really fun. I've been there at least three times. I don't remember if I was there a fourth time. It's, they all run together at some point. But I've been there at least for three losses. Um, it's always a good time. Um, last year, the same exact weekend, I was in South Bend for Notre Dame, Georgia. Great setting. The, the the football stadium is amazing. It's a very cool place. The people were super friendly and awesome, and it was great to deal with. The Georgia fans came in in droves. But South Bend sucks. South Bend's a it's like a Motel Six. Might as, you might as well be in Longmont. I mean that's what it was. So South Bend wasn't all that great. Um, Lincoln is certainly on the list. Where else would you want to go? Like I'd like to go to Oxford, go to Ole Miss. I think that'd be fun. Check out the Grove. I'd love to go to Tuscaloosa. Go to a game in Alabama. Auburn would be great. Really, a lot of the SEC places would be good. Columbus for an Ohio State game would be cool. I mean, there are a lot of them. doesn't necessarily have to be football. could be college basketball as well, maybe even the random college baseball game. Where would you want to go? Which college campus? What sporting event would you like to see there? Hit us up, 30933. We'll read some of our favorites. All right, let's dive into the game itself, Manchester, since this will be the last time we've got you on the air this week to talk about it. You said to Vic after we had Gary Barnett on, this game is the linchpin of the season for the Buffs. Listen, I love talking Buffs. You love talking Buffs. Here's the reality. They win this game. We're going to be talking a fair amount of Buffs on these airwaves. They lose this game. Eh, maybe we'll check in in a couple months and see if they're going to make a bowl game. It feels like it's that big. Yeah, I think that's fair. I mean, you, you look at the way their season starts. They get the big win against CSU. Then they're at Nebraska. Then after that, it's three straight home games. They play New Hampshire, which, look, nothing's a given. I've seen this team lose to Sacramento State at home, so whatever. I get it, but you, you got to beat New Hampshire. They're going to win that game. Then they have a bye. Then they have September 28th, a Friday night game against UCLA, followed by Saturday, October 6th, another home game against Arizona State. If they win Saturday, there's no reason they can't start 5-0. and If they start 5-0, and then they go to USC, who will probably be ranked, to Washington, who will probably be ranked. You're five and zero. Oh, you're in the top probably twenty at that point, if it, not higher. Yeah, you're somewhere in the twenties probably. Um, and, and so you're all of a sudden a, a team that if you can split those two big road games, you still have aspirations to be in the Pac-12 title game. Especially if you can win the game at SC. The game at Washington isn't as important given the North-South thing. Um, so your season starts to shape up as something that could be pretty special because those two games then become well, that's the tough part of the schedule. After that, it's Oregon State at home at Arizona. Couple of home games with Washington State, Utah, and then at Cal to finish. You start looking at it and you go, man, this is a team that could go, they could go 10 and 2. They could have a, a 9 and 3 run. I mean, it, they, they could have a special season if they can win Saturday in Lincoln. It starts to shape up as that kind of year. But do we have to be careful that the win in which they look so good came against the CSU team that lost to Hawaii? 
listen, I want to be as excited about Steven Montez as, as the next guy, but I, I just think this Nebraska game, it scares you because I don't know the opponent they played last Saturday is any good. Or, 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 True. or you know, they're going to lose to Arkansas, I would assume. Then they've got Florida. I mean, CSU is staring an 0 and 4 start right in the face and Nebraska's game got canceled. I think what you're walking into is extremely unpredictable. I could see a scenario where the Buffs lose by two touchdowns. I could see a scenario where they win by two touchdowns. I agree. But there are, there are a lot of unknowns on the Nebraska side that can make you worried or optimistic, depending on how you look at it, right? It's the first game of Scott Frost being there. Well, that can worry you of like, oh, they're just going to be rejuvenated and the place is going to be jumping and look at all the success he had uh, at his previous stops and blah, blah, blah. Okay, sure. He's also not a miracle worker. He's not going to undo all the things Mike Riley screwed up in one offseason and just come out of the gates and all of a sudden they're just a team that's ready to compete for a national title. It's going to take some time to get it ready. So the fact that they haven't had a game under their belt um, and they got rained out last week could actually help the Buffs. Plus, they're starting a true freshman at quarterback. And I get it, it's at home. But all of a sudden now you're on national TV, ABC game, in front of 90,000 people, and you're an 18-year-old kid playing against Colorado? Okay, I'll take my chances when the opposing quarterback is a true freshman. Yeah, you don't know anything about him. All you got is his high school film or his film from the spring game or whatever. But he's a true freshman. So do you confidently... Can you say it? CU's going to win this football game. I am picking the Buffs. I think the five and a half is a gift. Is that a homer pick, or do you truly believe this? No, I think it's the most likely. It's the best chance they've had to win in Lincoln since Gary Barnett was the head coach, since probably 2004. I I, I think they have a legitimate shot to win. I I will be disappointed. I'm not going out hoping to win. I think they're going to win, and I will be disappointed, and I will be fuming as I drive down I-80 at the crack of dawn on Sunday morning if they lose the game. They should win the game. Well, drive safely, please, for for everyone's sake. I mean, other than the unknowns, what scares you about Nebraska? They've been awful the last few years. I think it's the atmosphere, and it's this Scott Frost hype that is going to reinvigorate Lincoln, I think Lincoln, sure. as the kids say, is going to be lit on Saturday. I think you're not going to be able to hear yourself think when that ball kicks off. It's like that every time you're there. I mean, it, it, it wasn't lit when Mike Riley was the coach. Like people weren't. Uh, Nebraska's been in a little bit of a dip, if we're yeah, being honest, because their roster stinks, and they were poorly coached. Not because the ninety thousand people there stopped being lit. It was still a loud place. All right, I'm just trying to. You know, I'm not trying to be Debbie Downer here, dude, but like, you've got some pretty high expectations. Like, easy. They are five and a half point dogs. I mean, is Scott Frost bringing Indomitian Sue back? Is he coming back to help him out? Like, are they, they bringing back Eric Crouch? Like, uh, you still gotta have guys. You still gotta have players. Uh, obviously, the cupboard was pretty bare. He's starting a true freshman at quarterback. That tells you one of two things. Either they went and recruited the greatest quarterback of all time. The next number one pick in the NFL draft. Or they had nothing. Desperate. They're desperate, yeah. right? Now, it could be somewhere in between. Like Maybe this kid will turn out to be pretty good down the road. But he's starting his first game as a true freshman. That means you didn't have any better options. Like That's troubling if you're a Huskers fan. We'll get to a few of these texts here real quick. 30933, what is the college road trip you want to do in honor of James going to see Nebraska this weekend? Uh, Morgan wants to do an Army-Navy game. That would be special. 
you know, the Army-Navy game is a tough one. I think the atmosphere would be cool because you've got, you know, cadets from each. I don't know if they're all called cadets. I call them cadets because that's what it is at Air Force. You've got cadets from both schools there. and But it's also a game that doesn't mean squat. Yeah, I think there's a lot of tradition behind it. But in terms of actual football, it doesn't mean much. Uh We're getting Austin, Baton Rouge, Tuscaloosa. Austin's, Austin's cool. That is very cool. That's a great place to watch a game. Uh, 2424 need to go to Michigan, Ohio State in Ann Arbor. I do it in Ann Arbor or at the Horseshoe in Columbus. Yeah, well, fine too. Khakis is coaching. You're going to watch a loss because that guy can't win a big game. <laughs> I, you know what? I'll pull it back up. Well, you guys were railing against him, um, a couple of days ago. Look at what that program was the five years before he got there. They were bad. They were bad. Dude, he hadn't won squat, and he came in with the hype of winning all these national titles. He hasn't even sniffed a Big Ten championship. Okay. Well, what were they before he got there? Well, they were down. They were like Nebraska. Okay. So the, let's 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 blame it on khakis. Let me give you real quick the seasons before he got there. All right. Uh, Rich Rodriguez, three and nine, five and seven, seven and six. Those were his three years. Brady Hoke started off good, eleven and two. Then eight and five, seven and six, five and seven. Went the wrong direction. Jim Harbaugh, ten and three, ten and three, eight and five. Uh, hey Michigan fan, get a reality check. You were lousy for a decade before he got there and you're upset about two ten win seasons in the last three years? Good grief. Oh and one this year. Good grief. They lost at Notre Dame. When's he gonna win the big one? That's all at I'm saying. Notre Dame. Whatever. Oh my gosh. Jim Harbaugh fan over here. No, I James just think it's unrealistic. Like, what do you, you act like he took over Ohio State after Urban Meyer and ran it in the dumper. Alright, when we come back, get back into the Rockies. What happened last night? Historic night for Trevor Story. Three home runs and also Manchester. Russell Wilson did a conference call yesterday. You gotta hear what he had to say about the Colorado, Colorado Rockies. Remember, Russell Wilson was a member of the Rockies. Fascinating stuff. We'll tell you about it next on the Vic Lombardi Show on Altitude 950. Here's what's in play on Altitude 950. Join the Urology Center of Colorado for the ninth annual Blue Shoe Run for Prostate Cancer on Saturday, just north of Mile High Stadium at the Urology Center of Colorado. Get more info at blueshoerun2018.com. The 7th Annual Give Sports Equipment Drive is Saturday. Bring new and gently used sports equipment to the Pepsi Center from 9 to 11.30 a.m. to give children in need the opportunity to play sport. Get more info now at Altitude950.com. The Colorado Rapids take on Atlanta United FC on September 15th at Dick's Sporting Goods Park. And into the wall, but it's Tim Howard once again with a massive save. Bring your whole family, no matter the size, courtesy of the Coca-Cola Family Plan. Starting at only $30, you get a ticket to the game, a meal, and a Coke. Oh, my word! He scores with his left, he scores with his right. Edgar Castillo scores what he wants. Get your tickets now at coloradorapids.com. During Dell's annual sale, Dell's small business is offering up to 40% off select PCs with Intel Core processors. Call 877-BY-DELL to speak with a small business technology advisor today. Honey, have you seen the keys? No, you drove the car last. Didn't I give them to you to open the door? Did you check your pockets? Like ten times. Even checked your purse. You probably locked them in the car. I didn't drive the car, remember? Ha ha, you're funny. Do you need me to come find them for you? I'll bet I'll find them in your pocket. They're probably in that black hole purse of yours. 
Forgetting things is human nature, so we'd like to remind you to check with your health care provider and see if you need any vaccinations. Experts agree vaccinations are the best way to keep you healthy and protected against vaccine-preventable diseases. To learn more, visit coloradoimmunizations.com. Sponsored by the Colorado Department of Public Health and Environment, the Colorado Broadcasters Association, and this station. Labor Day is here, and it's time for incredible savings on appliances at Mountain High Appliance. Hi, I'm Brad Barnett, president of Mountain High Appliance. And if you're looking for the best deals on today's hottest appliances, then you've come to the right place. Check out our huge selection of French store refrigerators. So many styles and colors, you're sure to find just the right look for your kitchen. Looking for a new dishwasher? Then come see the latest models from Bosch. Every model is on sale. How about a new washer and dryer? We have the best selection from Whirlpool, Maytag, Samsung, Frigidaire, and more. Be sure to visit us at our brand new state-of-the-art showroom in Littleton. Years in the making, but worth the wait. Unlike anything you've ever seen. Stop by for amazing Labor Day deals all week. Get to Mountain High Appliance today and experience the difference. Open seven days a week. For hours and directions, visit mountainhighappliance.com. Mountain High Appliance in Littleton. Thank you. The road to success is paved with your new career at Brannon Sand and Gravel. Since 1906, they're one of the most respected concrete and construction companies. And Brannon is hiring right now. They need Class A and B CDL drivers and operators and laborers. They need you. Brannon offers competitive wages, a full benefits package, including matching 401K. Become a part of the Brannon team. Apply today at Brannon1.com. That's B-R-A-N-N-A-N, the number one, dot com. The Altitude 950 hotline is now open. Call 303-753-0950 to join the show. Welcome back, Vic Lombardi Show, Altitude 950. Vic and Kyle completing their walk today. James Merlot, Will Peterson with you until 10 o'clock. Scott Hastings and Julie Brownman will follow us. Hey, if you missed the news Big news yesterday, KSC Radio is elevating the Denver Sports Radio experience by providing two sports radio platforms, including one on FM, starting Monday, September 17th. The primary and consistent broadcast home of the Nuggets, Avalanche, and Rapids will be 92.5 FM, with select games being heard on 950 AM. That also means all your favorite shows are moving over to the FM dial. It's Altitude 92.5, Altitude 950 We'll carry Fox Sports Radio, including Colin Coward and Dan Patrick. Manchester, we are doing a lot of sports here at KSC uh, starting Monday, September 17th. Uh, yes, Avs, Nuggets, Rapids, Wyoming football, Wyoming basketball, uh, national content, local content. It's going to be a, uh, a ton of... Uh, a ton of coverage and uh, two different places to find it, which will be great. We will be on FM starting a week from Monday, which will be a a, a lot of fun. Because according to Vic, I'm going to sound like I have a deeper voice. So I'm going to be Barry White. That was the name I was going for earlier when I said Marvin Gaye. Barry White's the deep voice I was looking for. Yeah, excited to hear the Vic Lombardi Show from 7 to 10 on 92.5 FM starting Monday, September 17th. All right, I wanted to uh, dive back into the Broncos. They've got Russell Wilson and the Seahawks this weekend. But what's interesting is what happened yesterday, James. Russell Wilson had a conference call with the Denver media and talked glowingly about his time with the Colorado Rockies. He says, to be quite frank, Denver has a lot of meaning and sentimental value to me. Honestly, I love that place. How the Rockies treated me when I was out there was tremendous. I remember talking with Todd Helton, Troy Tulowitzki, and Carlos Gonzalez 
and how they brought me into their locker room and embraced me. I'm very grateful for what the Rockies did for me. It allowed me to briefly take my mind off what happened. His dad had just passed away. My dad was my best friend. I will never forget it. Kind of a weird twist in history that Russell Wilson was in the Rockies locker room as a member of the organization. Kind of bizarre. Yeah, I remember it, uh, and it was sort of, you know, you, we've seen this before where athletes from other sports go participate in spring training. It's another reason why spring training is just a joke. I mean, Garth Brooks played for the Padres for crying out loud. <laughs> really? We need to do this? Um, Russell Wilson was a legitimate player. I mean, he was a guy that had he chosen to play baseball. Um, I, I'm not saying he would have made the majors, but he certainly had as, as much chance to, to, move up through the ranks as a, someone like Tebow, and we've seen other athletes do this, Michael Jordan, I mean, you know, just to name a couple. Um, but, you know, you hear that, and it's, it. look, at the end of the day, you want your franchise, the, the, your team to win. That's what it's all about. But it also does make you feel better about the team you go spend money to support, you spend time to support, that you emo- invest in emotionally. When you hear people say good things about them, you're like, all right, I'm not rooting for a bunch of dirtbags here. That's right. kind of nice. That's and Russell nice. Wilson didn't have to go out of his way to say that yesterday. He could have said, listen, man, I play football for the Seahawks. I'm not talking about the Rockies. You yeah, know? exactly. When somebody goes out of their way to laud praise on someone, you know it's genuine. You know it's sincere. You know there's a lot of meaning to it. Uh, that was that was pretty cool. But look, at the end of the day, if the Rockies don't make the postseason, if they don't win the National League West, I'm not going to sit there and go, yeah, but you know what? Russell Wilson had a good time when he was here. I don't care. It's nice. It's great. It makes me feel good about him, but it doesn't erase failures on the field. If they happen, uh, I'm more excited about the fact that they've won five straight. Yeah, Rockies undefeated in September. Russell Wilson on Nolan Arenado. Quote, when I saw him work, I knew he would be a star. That segues into uh, some Nolan stuff we've, do- we've dove into this morning. Listen, Trevor's story was the story last night, and that's the bad pun, whatever. Hashtag Toyota talk. But... You're right about Nolan Arenado, Manchester, and you've you've kind of alerted Vic and I this morning to some alarming numbers. Uh, eight of his last 63, I believe, at the plate was the number you dug up. You say it's too late to DL him. Okay, but are you tempted to give him a day or two? How do you approach this situation, especially with the expanded roster? You clearly could start Ryan McMahon, get creative in your infield, and give Nolan some time. But pulling a potential MVP candidate out of a September lineup would obviously come with some controversy. Yeah, I don't, I don't know that you can do that. I mean, look, he's four for his last 35. So he, he's struggling now. His batting average has dropped 14 points in a week and a half. That's, that, that's a big dive at this point in the season. Um, cause it takes a lot of, uh, at bats without a hit to move your number that much. So to drop 14 points from 311, uh, to 297 is concerning. And look, I, I meant it as a as a positive when I said it, and you know, you guys just jump on me. But the biggest concern with this team right now, because he's not right in the field or at the plate, is Nolan Arenado. If your biggest concern is your best player is struggling and your MVP candidate isn't playing up to the normal level, well, I'm confident that's going to get itself corrected. But everything else that's been an issue seems fine. Their starting pitching's been good. The four and five starter who were their their weak points were. Fine, their last few outings. Their bullpen seems to have corrected itself. You're getting uh, great performances from Carlos Gonzalez and David Dahl and Matt Holiday, kind of the guys who platoon out in the outfield. I mean, really, their two biggest worries are probably Nolan Arenado and Charlie Blackman. That's your two biggest worries right now. And maybe Sangwon Oh, he had a pretty good meltdown against the Giants on Monday. Noel Cuevas bailed him out in the eighth inning. Yeah, but, I mean, if, if Adovino and Wade Davis are going all right, 
And, and Scott, Scott, Scott Oberg has been really pretty darn good um, of late. I'm feeling fine about the bullpen. Look, in the bullpen, you got to avoid Chris Russin and Jake McGee. Those are guys that come in in gas can situations anyway. Right, the starter. Brian Shaw. The starter didn't go long enough. You got to burn some innings, and okay, yeah. Instead of it being uh, four to one, and you're still in the game, it's now eight to one. They're not coming in when it's um, crucial situations. The guys who get on the mound at that point, they have been pretty darn good of late. Story's going to get all the headlines this morning, but another element of that game last night that we haven't discussed yet is Antonio Sensatella was actually pretty good. Uh, he got into a fair amount of trouble, had a fair amount of traffic, but never had the meltdown that, you know, he had against, uh, I believe it was St. Louis last time he pitched here in Denver. Well, the key inning for him was the first. And once again, the Rockies came out and just weren't ready to go. I mean, he just got, at first six pitches, he'd given up two hits. It was a little bloopy. It was a little bloopy, but you're right. Fine. He gave up four hits in that four first inning. Four hits in the first inning, but, but only l- one run. Limited him to one run. Mm-hmm. That was the key. Cause you give up four hits and all of a sudden it just turns into bum, 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 just a circus and there's guys running around the bases and all of a sudden there's a, a crooked number on the board. Limiting it to one was the key for him. Cause then after that, he was pretty good. He gave up one more run later in the game. Um, but yeah, Sensatella was fine. Tyler Anderson was fine last time he pitched. Um, keeping them in the games, that's all you're looking for, especially out of your fourth and fifth starter. Looking ahead to this weekend, huge series with the Dodgers. Let's see if we can sell this thing out. 50,000 strong at 20th and Blake. Try to drown out those Dodgers fans because Manchester, we talked about it. If you want to go for the jugular and sweep the Dodgers and get four and a half up and really feel like, Oh my goodness, it's September 9th and we're going to win the NL West unless we blow this. You can do it because you have John Gray on Friday. And Kyle Freeland on Saturday. Now, granted, it's Clayton Kershaw facing John Gray, but it's the two best starters in the rotation right now pitching Friday and Saturday, and then you go into Sunday with Anderson on the mound playing with house money. Yeah, it sets up as well as it probably could for the Rockies. And and look, I'm not going to come in here next Monday when I'm back from my RV trip to Lincoln and be down in the mouth if the Rockies don't sweep the series. If they win two out of three, I'm going to be happy. Even if they just win one out of three and they're still in first place, I'll be fine. But that doesn't mean you shouldn't go into the weekend with a, hey, we can not officially bury this team, but virtually bury this team if we can sweep them at home with two of our three best pitchers on the mound in in two of the three games. Like, yeah, that's a golden opportunity. If you're four and a half up when we get here on Monday, September 10th, it, it will take a collapse to not win the National League West, and that needs to be the goal. Getting in the postseason again for one game uh, that's a uh, great that's better than not making it to mm-hmm. Vic's hypothetical question earlier today sure would you rather have one game or zero games okay i'll take the one but that will be a disappointment get that's, a series get a series we need a series we need home playoff games plural that's what we need here and if they, they can put themselves in a position where it is all but theirs if they go out and take care of business this weekend. Rockies have not won a home playoff game since 2007, the game to clinch the trip to the World Series. They lost both to the Phillies here in 09. And to your point, Manchester, do you remember when the Avs in Nashville lost game one, how crushing it was? Miko Rantanen had that chance. It yeah. was a great back-and-forth competitive game. And I remember going to bed that night feeling so deflated and so defeated because of what happened to the Rockies. I had to remind myself, oh, wait, they're in a series with yeah. Nashville. You know? It's just one game. And, I mean, they were able to get back into that. Yeah. Force game six. Stole game five. So that's the thing. is, it's, And we talked about it a little bit. You don't want to get too far ahead of yourself, but we're really a month away. It would probably be Rockies and Braves in the first round, and they've owned Atlanta this year. They went down to Atlanta and freaking swept them. 
they, I believe, either swept them here or took two of three. I mean, you legitimately have your eyes on an NLCS against the Chicago Cubs if you win this division. In the next seven games, they won't determine it, but they will go a long way to, to determining it. You got the Dodgers and the Diamondbacks. And in those next seven, all seven are at home. Five of the seven games, Manchester, you have Gray, Freeland, or Marquez on the hill. It's exactly what you want. So you've got Anderson and you've got Senzatella, each once only each. pitching once. Yep. Um, and you know what? You're just hoping, hey, just go out there and do what you guys did the last time out where you at least gave your teammates a shot. It sets up well the next week. The next week is the key to the season. And what's funny is you go to L.A. the 17th and the 18th, guess who's scheduled to pitch? Gray and Freeland. Man, now you're really looking too far ahead. Let's worry about the next week. Why? Go, the, win, go win the division in the next week. The go, roadmap go. to winning the division has been laid out. Is that fair? Yes. Okay. Yes. They're in the, here, we'll put it this way. They're in the driver's seat. They are. And that's somewhat remarkable considering how this team started, what they did in June on September 6th. They're in the driver's seat in the National League West and it will be mildly surprising and extremely disappointing if they don't win the division. The Rockies control their own fate in the NL West. What a time to be alive. We'll wrap it all up next. You got the Vic Lombardi show on Altitude 950. September 17th. September 17th. Altitude Sports Radio 950. Elevates to FM. From one Denver sports station to two, Altitude 950 elevates to its new FM partner, Altitude Sports Radio 925. That's a baller move right there. Your Denver teams, your Denver sports talk. We talk all sports. Vance Joseph has to be out in front of this thing. It's an honest show on FM. He found a new weapon. September 17th, Altitude Sports Radio 950 becomes Denver's home for Fox Sports Radio and 92.5 The Wolf becomes Altitude Sports Radio 92.5. Listen to what Chris said about Andro 400. I've lost almost 40 pounds in 10 weeks. My son was getting married, and when I went for the suit fitting, I was a size 48. And when I went back to do the final fitting, I was a 44. I have more energy, that's for sure. I probably lost four inches around my belly. I'm 57, and I'm fat when I was in my 30s. Here's what Dwayne said about Andro 400. This product really works. I'm an old guy, and I don't trust nobody. And I've tried all kinds of stuff. It's one of the few things I've ever bought that works. I couldn't believe it. I feel better. I have more energy. I walk 12 miles a day. I feel great. It changed my life. It really has. It's really incredible. Guys, if you'd like to lose belly fat, gain energy, and feel great, try Andro 400, the safe, natural, and affordable way to boost your testosterone. Go to andro400.com or call 888-400-0435, 888 andro400.com The Colorado Rapids take on Atlanta United FC on September 15th at Dick's Sporting Goods Park. Starting at only $30, you get a ticket to the game, a meal, and a Coke, courtesy of the Coca-Cola Family Plan. ColoradoRapids.com You still driving trucks for a living? Yeah, but I'm never home, and it's getting old with me and my family. How long are you gone? At least two to three weeks at a time. Huh. 
You know, my brother drives for Safeway, and they're looking for a few drivers. How's he like it? Well, he really seems to be happier than he was at his last driving job. Do you happen to know what their requirements are or what they pay? Well, I know that you're over 21 and have a Class A CDL. Yes, sir. And I bet you have at least two years of all-season and mountain driving experience. That I do. My brother doesn't do long hauls, and he's back home at the end of his shift. He says he's going to retire working for Safeway. Sounds great. He also told me the new starting pay is twenty-five fifty-six an hour, with a potential bonus of up to $12,500. Plus, they offer a great benefits package. Wow. Can we call your brother so I can apply? No need. Just log on to SafewayDenverDC.com and fill out the application. Hang on. I'm pulling up their website on my phone. Did you say SafewayDenverDC.com? Yep, that's it. Thanks, man. My family will be so happy if I get this job. The number one cause of death in your home is radon. Radiation from radon damages your DNA, causing cancer. Deadly radon radiation detection and prevention is highly specialized. Don't trust your health or your family's health to anyone but the experts at Ace Radon. Hi, I'm Jeff Gord, the owner of Ace Radon. My trusted team has protected Colorado families, schools, and businesses from the deadly effects of radon. More than half of all homes and businesses in Colorado have insidious, cancer-causing radon levels. Let us help ensure the health and safety of your family. Race to Ace this fall to find out once and for all if you're being exposed to radon. Ace is offering a radon inspection and test starting at only $50. Protect yourself and your loved ones from radon radiation. Race to AceRadon.com, the most referred and qualified radon company in Colorado. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. Welcome back, Vic Lombardi Show, Altitude 950. James Merrill, Will Peterson with you. Final segment of the show. Vic completing his big 82-mile walk today with one Kyle Keefe. Uh, Manchester will be out tomorrow. Vic will be in, and they're bringing in Mark Mosier. Vic and Moj hanging out. I'll be here as well. All right. The Broncos Manchester are three-point favorites this weekend against the Seahawks, which is standard in the NFL. The home team usually gets the three, so the, the league is just saying it's a pretty standard football game. Excuse me, Vegas is saying it's a pretty standard football game. I think there's a tremendous amount of pressure, and Troy Rank from Channel 7 wrote about this, on Case Keenum and Vance Joseph these first two weeks. If you want to be a contender, you're playing two bad football teams at home in September. As you've discussed, they always play well at home in September. you got to start 2-0 and or fans are going to panic. And Vance Joseph is going to be uh, a target once again in this town as he was at the end of last season when a lot of Broncos fans would have liked to see him fired after 5-11. and Yeah, look, I think the bigger advantage is that they're playing September games at home, right? It's going to be warm, you're at altitude, and the way the NFL works nowadays, teams don't come out of the preseason 100% ready to go. So when you're playing at home, you don't have to travel, and you're playing at altitude and you're used to it, big advantage for the Broncos. I don't think these two teams are as bad as everyone thinks. Now, look, Seattle, we went over their roster yesterday. They are devoid of a lot of the names we're used to hearing. There's not the, the talent that jumps off the page in terms of Richard Sherman and Earl Thomas and Cam Chancellor and Michael Bennett and, and Marshawn Lynch, et cetera, et cetera. It's not the team we saw in Super Bowl 48. No, it's not, not even close. No, exactly. Yeah. And the team that, that lost at the one-yard line in Super Bowl 49. But it's still John Schneider putting together the roster. It's still Pete Carroll coaching him, and it's still Russell Wilson under center. So they're still, they've got the, the key pieces. If I'm looking at it, 
and saying what are the key, three key things to any organization, it's the GM, it's the head coach, it's the quarterback. Mm-hmm. All right? So I think the Broncos have one of those three. I like their GM fine, even though he's not perfect. He's fine. The the Seahawks still have those things, so that gives them a puncher's chance. And then, look, I think the over – I think that it's one of the more overblown statements going is that the Raiders are a mess. Yeah, they let Khalil Mack go. They traded him away for a couple of uh, first-round picks because they couldn't get him signed. They all they, – you can't – you can't give big money to a quarterback and to a defensive player. They decided to, hey, the quarterback's the way we're going to go. They made Derek Carr the highest paid player in the league a couple of years ago. He's coming back fully healthy this year. John Gruden is not an idiot. Uh, this has become the narrative that J- the game has passed John Gruden by. He's been involved with the game for t- the last 10 years. His brother's a head coach in the league at the moment. You don't think they talk? You don't think he knows what's happening? Like the fact that everybody just thinks all of a sudden, John Gruden's this bumbling idiot who can't find the coffee maker at the Oakland facility is just laughable to me. Uh, so they have an advantage at head coach. Would you take John Gruden or Vance Joseph? John Gruden. Would you take Derek Carr or Case Keenum? Probably Derek Carr. Okay, so they have an advantage at head coach and head, the advantage at quarterback. Similar to Seattle. Yes, so that is not uh, – neither one of these games are layups. If the Broncos start 0-2 – Vance Joseph might, he might be the first head coach fired. Um, if they start 0-2, it's a disaster. If they start 1-1, it's a borderline disaster. You should win both these games, but these teams aren't as bad as people think and people should not overlook them. What are some keys for Sunday's game? To me, I look at the offense, specifically the wide receivers. I finally want to see this hype with a quote, real quarterback. That's what we've been hearing about. And I want to see what Cortland Sutton can do in a real game. Uh, along with Demarius Thomas and Emmanuel Sanders. I want to see if this offense, for the first time in honestly probably four seasons, is going to be quote-unquote good. Yeah, no, I think that's fair. I think the key is getting off to a good start. Because the formula for this team, what is the strength of the Broncos roster? They're pass rushing. Right, so get a lead. You know, Get off to a hot start, play from play from ahead, and turn those guys loose. If they can do that, they'll be fine on Sunday. Um, so that does come back then to what you're talking about. It's, it's the offense. It's coming out and being effective right out of the gate, right? We, we need to see a, an offense that can go down the field and put points on the board. And nobody was too concerned that they came out in the first preseason game and went three and out. Like, well, you're going to want to come out and make a good showing to start off with the new quarterback. And they flopped. If we see that kind of start from this Broncos team, it could be a long day. If they come out and go right down the field, according to script, Billy Moose has uh, just got the first 10 plays mapped out perfectly, and they put a touchdown on the board, and they're up 7 nothing six minutes in, it's going to be a great day at, at, at Broncos Stadium. So I really do think it's how do you get off to a, a hot start. That's the key. Well, and Broncos fans are an impatient bunch. They've already booed Paxton Lynch this preseason. Mm-hmm. They were disgusted during the Chiefs game last year. If it gets off to a bad start, it could get ugly quick. No, and I, I think Bronco fans aren't an impatient bunch. They're reacting as they should. A demanding much. Yeah, I mean, they, they should have been booed against the Chiefs last year. They should have been. But I'm saying if, if, if they can't move the football and Russell Wilson can move the football and all of a sudden it's 7 nothing, 10 nothing, 14 nothing, it ain't going to be a real pretty scene over at that stadium. No. And I, you know, all, all of these, oh, we drafted a bunch of captains. And we'll see how quick that unravels if you're getting booed on your home field, uh, in week one. Um, it's, Vital. And Mike, Mark, Mark Kisler wrote about it today that Vance Joseph, it's a must win in week one. It pretty much is. There's a ton on the line on Sunday. The, the Rockies are playing. The Broncos are playing. 
Uh, it's going to be a fun weekend to be a sports fan in Denver, Colorado. 125,000 people will be within three miles at two sporting events. Yeah, it's pretty cool. All right, what did we screw up today? We'll bring in Marty O. Marty monitors the mistakes. Oh, sorry, that's not right. In today's Fact Checker. Presented by Ken's Auto Service. For all your auto repairs and vehicle maintenance needs. Ken's Auto Service. A full-service preventative maintenance and auto repair center in Aurora. More info at kensautoserviceinc.com. All right, well, uh, we'll start with Vic since he's not here to defend We'll start so. with you. <laughs> we'll start with that. Okay, we'll start with that. Start with Vic since he's not here to defend himself. He made a mistake interviewing Gary Barnett today. Let's listen. Scott Frost obviously bringing a lot of energy and expectation to Lincoln as the new head coach there. A game got canceled last week against Tulsa. The game was against Akron, not yeah. Tulsa. Pick so. a random five-letter uh, city in America. Go, Vic. Tulsa. Akron. Yeah. Whatever. Same Tulsa. difference. Yeah. Uh, James, you were comparing Story and Nolan today. You didn't get this wrong necessarily, but I think it's uh, interesting. So you asked if Story had more airs than Nolan. He doesn't. Story has 10 airs. Nolan has 11. However, Story has 552 chances, while Nolan only has 370. So huh. that's a very demanding position, as we know, but uh, that's a lot of difference of uh, chances there. So you just brought more information to support my accurate claim. Right. I was uh, yeah. monitoring the mistakes as well as checking the facts, and the facts were correct here. Thank in you. Situation. We appreciate that, Marty. There you go. Which is <laughs> shocking. Also, you guys said uh, hashtag Toyota Talk 97 times today. <laughs> And uh, Vic also put you guys on the spot about the move 92.5 uh, about 45 times, even though you asked him to please stop asking yeah. about questions you do not know. Hey, yeah. uh, Vic, keep asking us details for which we have not been given. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hey, Vic, let's just keep reading the press release. Yeah. How's that sound? A little easier. And that's it, fellas. All right. Thanks, Marty. Appreciate it. Uh, all right. So Vic finishes strong today. He and Kyle Keefe will be at the Pepsi Center. Six o'clock is the plan. Are you going to go greet them? Uh, I will be probably in about Ogallala. Oh yeah. Six o'clock. So you're getting your RV from Chad with two D's? Brad with two D's. Brad with two D's. Picking it up from Brad and his wife Susan. I trust a Brad more than I trust a Chad. Yep. Oh yeah, definitely. But two D's and Brad? You meeting them in a parking lot somewhere? How's this going down? Ah, picking it up at his place. Okay. Uh, Probably get the, you know, the rundown on here's how everything works. Um, and then I'll be driving, driving down IE later tonight. Return it to Chad on or Brad on uh on Monday Sunday night. Sunday unless you night. want me driving the RV to work on Monday morning, <laughs> just parking it over here at Big Burger or whatever it's called. Going to see you, Nebraska. Why are you doing this? It's the Buffs in Lincoln for the first time in I know they, eight th- years. There's this thing called an airport that you could uh, utilize to get to this game. Oh, I know. Okay. Yeah. Well, you have five. Well, you have five people. It's you know it's more economical to drive. It's gonna be quite the adventure. You can't find a hotel. Like we've been looking for a year, everything's been booked. So if you can't find a hotel room, you bring your own hotel room. Well, that's the, how you do it. The little degenerates will be on the trip. If you're new to the show, it's James's three boys. They pick games with us. Uh, the return of the degenerates tomorrow on the program, picking week one of the NFL. Yes, they have uh, recorded their picks. You have them. I will be live via phone from uh, Lincoln, Nebraska, offering my picks, and uh, we can erase last year's standings and. Uh, Vic finished first, uh, the Little Degenerates was second, I was third, HW was fourth, and HW disappeared when the bill came at Benihana. 
No, I went to the bathroom, came back, offered to split it three ways. You and Vic decided to pick it up and expense it. It was so. already billed, and I have not been reimbursed. <laughs> Coming up next, Scott and Julie will join the 950 airwaves. Remember, we're on 950 through next Friday. We switched to FM 92.5 on Monday, September 17th. Uh, Scott and Julie will talk to Taylor McGregor from AT&T Sportsnet about that Rockies game last night. All right, final thoughts on the Rockies uh, from last night. I think a bigger story to Manchester is they managed to get the save without the use of uh, one Wade Davis. Adam yeah. Montavino got the save. Yeah, so Wade Davis will get two nights off because he pitched in a non-save opportunity in game two of the series. Uh, last night it was Oberg and Adovino in the eighth and ninth. They were fine. It was great. Um, but, yeah, they'll be uh, full strength, ready to go when the Dodgers roll in for the biggest series at Coors Field since when? Uh, the Diamondback series in 07 to, to get to a one-game playoff against the Padres. Okay. I, th- I think it's the biggest series over there in 11 years. I, it would be hard to argue that point. Um, and here you are, a game and a half up, the Dodgers coming into town, a uh, a chance to build upon that lead, which would be ginormous at this point in September. I can't even picture the banner that says 2018 NL West Champions because we've never seen an NL West Champions banner in this town. In 26 years. This is the 26th season. If they don't do it this year... I really do think we have to start asking the question, will it happen in our lifetime? This is the opportunity. That, seems, that feels a hair dramatic. Nope, not at all. All right. Well, they're a game and a half up. Uh, they got the sweep. Trevor Story, the hero. And my goodness, the Colorado Rockies in position to win the NLS. Want to thank Gary Barnett, Travis Heath, Jesse Trujillo, Marty O, Vic Lombardi on his walk. Go say hi. James Merrillat. I'm Will Peterson. Scott and Julie next. Altitude 950. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. This is the home of the Colorado Rapids. Coming up on Saturday, the Colorado Rapids will be in Portland to take on the Timbers. Kickoffs at 8.30 with Connor Cape on the call. Altitude 950, rewind. We talk about when the offense is truly rolling, you have, you know, five, six, seven guys really swinging well. And, you know, we've been able to, to win some games over the last couple of weeks because we're getting contributions from a lot of different guys. But, you know, for us to get where we want to be and be a productive offensive team, you know, from here on out, we need, you know, we need a number of guys to get going. But, you know, today, I mean, you know, Trev took the game over and, and we pitched very well. What a night. You know, those were like, like long ones. It was awesome. You know, Trev put the swings on, you know, on those pitches and, and hit through. It's hard to do. It's hard to hit, first of all, and it's hard to hit homers. And it's a, you know, great night for sure. That's one of those things that you kind of dream about when you're a kid is to have that happen to you. And, you know, just, just something cool that, you know, you can look back on, you know, when the season's over. And I'm honestly more and more excited about the win at this point. Every win from here on out is huge. Parker, Denver, home of the Colorado Rapids, the Denver Nuggets, and the Colorado Avalanche. Denver's all-sports station, Altitude 950. Live from the Altitude 950 studios, Scott Hastings, Julie Brownman, Hastings and Brownman, starts now.